Okay, we are live with episode number 18. By the way, everybody, Adam came in ready. He's got his black shirt on. You may want to unbutton one more to show Miami your style. hairy chest. Like, show it. Put the what chain out. Aguilar Put the here? chain out. Ricky would be Ricky. full on. Ricky would have a tank top on us, <laughs> what he would be doing. But uh, sorry, what, what a night yesterday, huh? The debate. What a night. What a night yeah. yesterday. Obviously, we'll talk about it here in a minute for... Uh, the VP debate, folks, uh, thanks for joining us. Press that like button. And uh, before we get into it, let me lower the audio here. Before we get into it, I want to ask you guys for one thing. Last night's debate, what was the score? Okay, Pence, Kamala, put your score down. I want to hear from everybody. Put your football sure. scar- score down. We'll give ours here in a minute as well. But uh, we got a lot to cover today. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, uh, I still hear somebody else's audio because mine is on mute, just so you guys know. As yours... Yeah, it was yours. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. So we're we good go. to go now. So we got a lot of things to cover here. Uh, Trump administration announced the overhaul of the H-1B1 visa program, why he's doing it. Um, you have to pay the folks from on the H-1B1 more than the American people, which is pretty interesting what things they're talking about. But uh, we'll get to that here in a minute. Stock rises as Trump uh, appears to soften stance on stimulus. First, he said, no, I'm not going to do it until I get elected. Then he changed his mind and sure. said, I'm going to be doing it. So we'll see what's going to happen there. Uh, tech giants have screwed a regulation because I'm not, monopolies have been defined by law. Democrats are now trying to rewrite those laws. The end of oil jobs, uh, Trump's new ad video, which you got to see, it'll remind you of the Apple Think Different video. I, we haven't touched up on this topic yet. We're going to try to get it in today. Europe, European Silicon Valley, maybe we get into that. Uh, King of all median income, Howard Stern. You will not believe the contract he just got. It's ridiculous, the contract he just got. And then uh, the Pope. The Pope says uh, capitalism doesn't work. We need to change it, you know. So maybe we need to listen to what he has to say. VP debate, ballot harvesting, maybe we'll get into that. And uh, NBA is thinking about getting away from the BLM campaign that they had this year. And a weird sign that showed up on the side of the 405 freeway, which was pretty interesting. We'll get into that too as well. But let's first talk about the most important topic for the first 10 minutes of today's podcast. Howard Stern. Well, that's number so, one. So the debate was a few months ago. Joe Rogan got a $100 million contract from Spotify, okay? The number's over a four-year period. Some are saying it's more than that. Some are saying it's not $100 million over four years. Some close friends are saying we know the number. It's much more than $100 million. I would say his contract needed to be around a quarter of a billion dollars. That's what I would say over four years. 50 a year. I think Joe's a 50-year guy. No question about it. But here's what just happened. Hmm. Howard Stern. Okay, who's on Sirius XM radio, okay, if you've ever listened to his show and said to yourself, gee, I know Howard Stern's making 90 million a year, but man, I think he's underpaid. Some other people agree. His bosses think he's underpaid. Bloomberg.com just reported that Sirius XM Holdings is working on a contract that would give Stern, you ready for this, $120 million dollar salary per year. Let me say this one more time. $120 million year salary. Not $120 million contract. Not $120 million over five years. Not $120 million over three years. $120 million per year at the age of 71. The moment they announced this, serious stock climbed $5.95. 7% it increased the moment the announcement was made that he's getting that kind of a raise. So is it worth it or not $120 million a year, Tom? Easy answer. Very, very easy answer. One word answer. No. He is not worth not it. Not worth it. Not worth it. Was he? Yeah. 
probably more in the past. Wow. 2005, 2006, when he came over to Sirius XM and built it and, and made it into what it is, yes. And here's why I say no. Okay, he, he was making 90. Now, I, I'm a fan of Howard. Yeah. I like Howard. He, he's tailing off, okay? He, he's not into it as much as he was. The show is suffering, in my opinion. And here's the other thing, that, why it's not worth it. He's become political. And that means you are going to alienate half your audience. And I guarantee you there will be people canceling their subscription to Sirius XM because of his support, his blinding support for Biden, his hatred now for Trump. It's gotten over the top. And I thought him and Trump were friends for they a while. Used I mean, to obviously, they, today they're not. Right, but. and they, 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 they used to be, but he's using that as an excuse now um, that he doesn't support him. And, and look, this is a subscription-based model, Yeah. okay? People can make the decision yeah. with, with their credit card. And now, look, these guys aren't idiots at SiriusXM. They know what they're doing. The stock went up because I think they were so afraid that he wasn't he, – he get he hangs them. You know, he, he's got them by the short hairs all the time because he's, he's messing with them whether he's going to re-sign another five-year deal. But I do not believe it's going to be worth it for five more years at a buck twenty a year. $600 million contract. Because of, because of his political stances yeah. now. Dude, the guy's currently making $90 million a year. Are yeah. you freaking kidding me? Yeah. So he's do he's do he's do a raise, inflation, 120 million. Are you kidding me? Even if he gets a, meets in the middle between 90 and 120 and settles on 105 million a Howard year. Howard doesn't settle. Okay. <laughs> he won't settle on anything on that deal. Howard Stern comes again, his latest book that just came out, I think, a, a year ago. Yeah. The thing with Howard Stern, he's the OG in this. He is the what you wrote the king of all media and income. Was that like a pun? Yeah. Okay. It was good. Um King of all media, man. He started this thing. There'd be no Joe Rogan. There'd be no PBD podcast. There'd be no podcast if it were not for Howard Stern. He jumped ship from radio, what, 12, 15 years ago to Sirius XM. Homie makes $90 million a year. Here's the, here's the thing about Howard Stern. Whatever guest he wants, he gets. You want Trump on? He gets Trump. You want Hillary Clinton on? You get Hillary Clinton. You want musical acts? He gets musical acts. You want the biggest stars in the world? They come on Howard Stern, first and foremost. Now, I think it's fair to say, Joe Rogan's coming for his crowd, right? I mean, as far as viewership, as far as credibility, as far as getting guests. But Howard Stern's the OG. So is he worth $90 million? Obviously, they're paying him that. Is yeah. he worth $120 million? Potentially. The guy's going to get $100 million, no doubt. And he's 65. He'll be 71 at the end, end of, of this contract, yeah. right? The guy's still got some gas left in his tank. I don't think he's done whatsoever. You got Trump, who's 72, 73. 74. How, 74. 73 or 74. Trump's 74. 74. Yeah. Biden's 104. Yeah. Uh, Biden, looks, still Biden got looks good. He doesn't look 140. He looks like 85. You know? he's, he looks <laughs> minimum. Yeah. Minimum how about, 85. How about that shot from behind of Biden where he's bald? They hide that very, very well, but he is flat out bald on the backside of his head. It looks pretty rough. What are you, you saying about bald people, I'm bro? I'm just saying that I didn't Just because you got a good head, head of hair. I, I thought something. Biden was more vibrant, but when you look at him from behind, man, he is bald. Don't look at him from behind. Look at him straight in the eye, dead in the eye. So so you're saying he's worth it. You're saying. I'm saying I, he's the I, king I, of all Here's what I'm media. saying. I'm saying it's not worth it to Sirius XM. I say they're going to have a ton of cancellations okay. so because of it. So let me ask it. you this. If they don't go after him, who do they go get at that level? Put Nobody. Some names. There, there is no so other name at that level. You There's no is. other name. You ever, you ever watch? Uh, remember when they changed the contracts a couple of years ago? Mike Connolly got a hundred and sixty million dollar contract yeah. for four years. You're like, 
Mike who, Conley? Yeah. Who's, who's getting right. 164? What are you paying this yeah. guy 164? And the Lakers signed a massive deal with uh, Lua Dang. Uh, do you oh, remember Lua that? Dang, that yeah. they're still paying the price yeah, for Yeah, they're still yeah. paying the price. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I know. It was what so stupid. What is this all about with this yeah. contract? But sometimes when the talent yeah. pool isn't big, you got to pick up or else somebody else is going to pick up. Because here's the numbers. If you look at uh, Sirius XM stock, Kai, can you pull up Sirius XM stock? Just look at Sirius XM stock in the last 12 years, okay? If you look at Sirius XM stock, uh, right there, go max, go max. Yeah, let's just say it goes, look at that, at 100. Go a little bit more to the left. It's 58, 60, go one more, 60, 56 bucks. Wow. And now it's gone down, huh. down, down. Go keep going to the right, all the way to the right, all the way to the right. Look at that. You know, they're trying to barely make it together. Like yesterday, Z takes my car, yeah. and she says, Pat, I noticed your radio stations in your car weren't fixed, so I fixed them, and I put some radio stations for you to listen to. Kai starts laughing over there, and he's laughing, and she's not paying attention to Kai. I said, Z, I don't know if you know or not. I, I, don't, I don't listen to anything on the car in the car. She says, but you got Sirius XM. I said, I honestly didn't even know I had Sirius XM, but I got to tell you. <laughs> Five, ten years ago, when mm -hmm. cars would say, it comes with Sirius XM. You know, you're like, oh, my gosh, that is Sirius yeah. XM. I'm Today, it's a whole different story. People are tuning into a podcast. People are listening to something else. Mm -hmm. This is the other part I will say about this thing here. Uh, I will say, the interview that he recently did with Hillary Clinton, you know what everybody said? He got her to talk about stuff. I think even you said I it like said, a it month was, ago. It was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he got her to talk about stuff that maybe no one's ever talked about before. Maybe... Howard's about to go on the second run, and he's pitched him behind closed doors saying, there's the one thing I've never touched. It's politics. I think I can get things out of people that others can't. I don't know. I know Howard's a sales guy. And if you, you know, if you know the guy's story, the guy's a very good sales mm -hmm. guy. I'll tell and, you what. I'm sorry, go ahead. And there's, there's no way someone's giving a guy $120 million without thinking in the back end that this guy's going to deliver. So they're banking on him. Two, there's not a lot of talent right now. That's at that level. No. Three, Rogan just signed with Spotify. The biggest fear, uh, uh, the best thing that happened to uh, Howard Stern, believe it, or, believe it or not, is the fact that Spotify said they're getting Rogan. And outside of that, Sirius XM is sitting behind closed doors. You know what they're worried about? Who just announced four weeks ago they're going in the podcast game? Who just announced? Uh, the Amazon. 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 Are you kidding me? Yeah. A $2 trillion company said we're going into podcasts. So Sirius XM is sitting there saying, yeah. dude, they'll pay this guy $120 million. That's nothing yeah. for them. So there's a lot of things behind closed doors that you don't know about where Howard may be coming up saying, look, I got a I got Amazon came knocking, man, and I'm taking the call. I'm going to have a meeting with them. Yeah. Who? Know, Amazon? So You know what else I think, too, if you listen to Howard? And like I said, I'm a, I'm a fan of Howard. I just think he's lost a step on his game. I really do. What um, do you mean by lost a step? Uh, he's not as good as he used to be. His interviewing abilities are phenomenal. How yeah. often does he do big interviews? It's not that. Who's coming in the studio? With COVID, no one's coming yeah. in there anymore. Howard's scared as hell anyway. He's doing the show from, from the Hamptons. A couple things. Howard's a loyal guy. He protects his guys. And those guys don't have careers without him, right? The, the happiest people are JD, Baba Booey, Robin's okay yeah. on her own. But but I think he does that to keep those guys relevant, at least a little fraction of it. He, he really, you know, they help build him. By the way, trivia question, who replaced Howard Stern when he left uh, Terrestrial Radio in 2005? Who replaced him? David Lee Roth. Can you freaking believe that? It lasted about two months. He came on so cocky, uh, mm. so arrogant, so out of touch. I think it lasted two or three. I mean, he, he did not appreciate Howard. He didn't respect him, and he was blasted out of there uh, almost immediately. Well, that, rest that, in that, peace, that style doesn't uh, work. You, you can't come in and do things like that. that doesn't rest work. in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Speaking of David Yeah, Lee no, Rock, I right? mean, I was in a meeting with uh, the investors when uh, 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 Ian announced that Eddie Van Halen died at 65 years old, and 
you know, uh, Mario is a big uh, fan, and I think mm -hmm. everybody's listened to his music. Obviously, when you got somebody like that with that kind of talent coming up. Uh, one time, he told a, a story about one time. Um, is it Black Sabbath? Who who was uh, who was part of Black Sabbath? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, who, who, let's get Mario in here. Who's the, Alice Cooper? <laughs> no, it's not Cooper. Who's the who's part of Black Sabbath leader? So one time they're doing a concert and they said uh, uh, they said Van Halen is opening up, and he comes up to open up. He crushed it better than the main show, and from that point on, mm -hmm. he left. Who's the guy? Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne left, saying, oh. "The hell with you guys." He left oh, and started Ozzy, something else. He said, "Because if these guys got their stuff together like this, right?" Anyways, it's a, a rest in peace, Eddie. Van When's Halen. the last time you watched Howard Stern? I don't watch or Howard listened. Stern. I don't watch. I just know his story. So you don't watch him at I'm all. I'm not a house. And you, guy. and you, you know, I'll from time to time. I, well, you know what? He's got three channels, so you can get the recap. So sometimes mm -hmm. I'll do that every once in a while. But you know, let me tell you, I don't watch all that I'll often. Listen. I don't watch all that often. But I'll tell you what is sick that I have watched episode after episode. Just kind of went on a binge. He has top musical acts show up in the studio, or at yeah. least has before COVID, and jam out. Counting Crows, Katy Perry, yeah. just uh, the list goes on and on. Those are some of the episodes I watch. But musical acts show up, sing their songs, acapella, rock out, have a band there. It's pretty freaking dope. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm for paying him. You don't pay him. The market's going to pay him. Whether you like him or not, market's going to pay this guy. The whole Mike Connolly story. Yeah. You don't want to pay me? No problem. There's only 300 NBA players out there. Mm -hmm. 280 of them are signed. 20 of them are looking for a contract. You're dealing with 20. You're going to pull people from college for Puerto Rico? I'm in the top 20 players that are available to buy. You want to buy me? Mm -hmm. Come pay me. Right. The current contracts are 160. So he got paid. By the way, yeah. you know what uh, Howard Stern just did? Let me tell you what Howard Stern just did. Howard Stern just made Joe Rogan a billionaire. I'm going to say this one more time. Joe Rogan is officially a billionaire. And he doesn't Billionaire. Know. Five years he's got to wait. It's, on, it's gone his way. Yeah. In five years, he's going to get a $200 million year contract. In five years. In five le years, level up the playing field. No, this is. is all it meant, dude. When, when, when Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers, yeah. Michael Jordan became a billionaire. Sure. When Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers, increased the value of an organization yeah. that was worth nothing. San Diego Clippers is when Sterling, Donald Sterling, bought him, and he was right. a commercial real estate guy, and he For could like care less about the NBA. Right. Could care less about the NBA. Ballmer paid two point two. Every NBA owner said, "Thank you, Ballmer. You officially made us richer." Mm -hmm. Right. Howard Stern officially made a lot of people rich. Yeah, that's good a good him. point. So, hey, more let, power to all the podcasts. Let me give there. you a, a Mike Conley analogy that will not. Um, Mike Conley, get his name. Mike right. Conley, yeah, yeah. Memphis yeah. Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, just got traded to Utah. But here's what's going to happen yeah. with talent like this, talent like Joe Rogan. Yeah. Mike Conley signs a five year, $150 million contract, whatever it was with the Memphis Grizzlies. First two, three years, cool, he's doing great. He's an all star. And then what happens to a lot of these contracts? Yeah. They fall off. Yeah. They get traded. He ends up in Utah. He does, he's not, doesn't do as well. All of a sudden, you're paying 30-something million for a guy who's a questionable starter. Yeah. Respect to Mike Conley, though. That's not going to happen with talent like this. No. Like, he's going to be – he's not going to lose his mind or lose his no. gas in the tank or lose his wheels yeah. three, four years he's gonna in. He's going to go for a while. He's going to go for a Look, while. Look, re in reality, much love to Howard Stern for getting his money. I respect him. If you can get your money, go get it. You got it. Good for you. That's the game of capitalism. Yeah. I, I – 
I uh, respect anybody that can negotiate behind closed doors and get paid what they get paid in this kind of dollars. Yeah. You bring value where the market's willing to pay this kind of money, more power to you. More Do you think he learn. gets $120 million, bottom line? I, I don't oh. know if he does or not. All I'm saying is the bench so? isn't deep. Oh, the market, oh, a free agent, isn't big at this yeah. level. No, he's getting $120. Yeah. Especially oh, you think now he's going to get it? Of course he's going to get You're it. You're just saying he's not worth it. No, I was saying I, I, I don't think it's ultimately going to be worth it to SiriusXM, but he's going to get the, the buck twenty because it's already been talked about. He's yeah. not settling for a penny Buddy, less check now. this out. Look, you know how hard it is to keep people's attention. People think it's an easy game. So Howard Stern's been on radio for how long? I mean, 40 years. 40 years, okay? Yeah. He's replaced by who? David, David Lee Roth. Roth. How long did Trump run Apprentice? 15 years. Who was he replaced by? Uh, a very big personality. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He couldn't do Apprentice. Yeah. yeah. It's not the easiest job to keep people's attention, even, even with a name like Arnold. Right. Movie star. How long did Arnold last? Olympia. Ba barely a year. Yeah, and he, he was, was horrible. And, was and terrible, part of the problem yeah. is that those guys have such confidence and their egos are so big, they, can, they think they can step right in, take it another direction, make it even it better, and it doesn't. Because that show, that show was Trump, and, yeah. and no one can replace Howard. It's not how it works. you got to do more than that when you're talking about this. By the way, Tech Giants. Okay, let's, let's, let's talk about European Silicon Valley. So the founder of Spotify, Daniel Ek, uh, Daniel Ek said he would amass a billion euros, $1.2 billion, of his personal fortune in deep tech moonshot projects spread across over... Ten years, he indicated that he was referring to machine learning, biotechnology, material sciences, and energy as a sector he'd like to invest in. I want to do my part. We all know that one of the greatest challenges is access to capital. He said, adding he wanted to achieve a new European dream, meaning similar to the American dream, he wants to create a Silicon Valley and start a European dream. I get really frustrated when I see European entrepreneurs giving up on their dreams uh, amazing vision selling early onto non-European companies or when some of the most promising tech talent in Europe leaves because they don't feel valued here. We need more super companies that raise the bar and can act as an inspiration. Thoughts? Will this work a European Silicon Valley? Not to the level that we have, not even close, but I, I applaud him. I think that's admirable yeah. because I think these entrepreneurs, these tech genius entrepreneurs in Europe don't have a level playing field for what we have here because we have a free country where it's easier to do it. I think there's limitations because of government. So when I see him stepping up like this, as long as it's sincere, I'm all for it. I think it's a great idea. What city is it going to be in? Is there going to be a central location? Because that's the biggest problem that they're going to face. Type in European Silicon Valley, EK. E type well, in European Silicon Valley, EK. Go ahead, Adam. He, I think he's based out of Stockholm, I want to say. I don't think Stockholm, Sweden is going to be the next Silicon Valley. I don't think it's going to be Dublin, Ireland. I don't think it's going to be London, per se, for tech. I don't think it's going to be Paris. I don't know if they work hard enough. Brussels, that's where the, um, the head of the EU is, right, in Brussels. Um, people are saying Lisbon, Portugal is a good place to start up tech. Um, Germany, Munich, Berlin. But I'm naming all these cities because that's how fragmented it potentially could be. In America, we know if you want to get involved in the tech game, you go to San Francisco, Silicon Valley, yeah. straight up, done. You want to get involved in the financial game, you go to New York, done. You want to get involved in Hollywood, you're going moving to L.A. You want to uh, have a little of best of all worlds, you go down to Miami. Yeah. You know where to go. It's very fragmented here. So I respect this guy. I'm not sure what European – where's Daniel Ek from, Kai? Do you have a quick country, uh, quick country for me? Is he Swedish? Whatever he is. I respect him for trying to keep talent here in Europe, but – I don't think anything is going to be replaced in Sil Silicon Valley anytime soon. Look at all the companies that have come out of Silicon Valley, right? Google, Amazon. Well, did Amazon come out of Silicon Valley? No. Well, PayPal. Um, 
Facebook. The list goes on. Uh, Facebook, Apple. obviously. Apple. All the list goes on and on. What's come out of Europe? What? Name a, con- name a company that's why, come out of Europe. That's the question is why. Why hasn't it? Kai, take a look at your t- uh, phone and bring that tweet up about Greg Abbott, what he just said yesterday. Why? Why has no company come out of Europe? Because there's no central location for them all to go. Oh, that's why. So you're saying the reason why it hasn't come out of Europe is because of central location and where to go. I'm saying there is no central location. Okay. I'm not saying that's the reason All why. Right. So, so let me explain to you. So the other day, I sat down with the CEO of AIG of UK, London. He's now the CEO of AIG. So he and I had a meeting together a uh, few months back, okay? And sharp, sharp guy, the division that he's running, he's a CEO for. And we were thinking about expanding to UK and London. When I went to London on one night, I sent an Instagram and I said, I'm going to do a meetup by this one bridge. A hundred people showed up at 930 and it's raining. We have the video. We couldn't play. I'm like, wait a minute. And you know how many of the guys showed up? They're like, we're in insurance. When are you opening up? We huh. want to work for, you know, the company in uh, PHP in the uh, UK. I'm like, in UK? Yeah. I'm like, let me look into it. Let me look into it. So we meet up. We start talking. He sa- I said, so what does it take for me to uh, uh, go through licensing in UK? He says, oh. You have to be a CFP. You have to be a this. You have to be a full-timer. You cannot be a part-timer. You have to. He went through step-by-step-by-step. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. step by step, if you can pull up the tweet, step-by-step-by-step huh. by step by step process. I just texted to you. Yeah, step-by-step step process on all this stuff. Here's what Greg Abbott tweeted yesterday. I've been talking with NASDAQ Stock Exchange about moving some of their operations to Texas. They want to flee high taxes. Let them know that we just passed. I let them know that we just passed a constitutional amendment Banning an income tax in Texas, that's how you get entrepreneurs to be free. So there's a reason why there's not a Silicon Valley and all these companies being built in Europe. You can put all the billions of dollars, Daniel Ek, don't waste your money. They're going to tax the hell out of it. You're going to get so tired of it. You're going to come back and say, dude, I thought this was going to be a different story. These regulations are not just going to let it happen. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with dreamers. It had nothing to do with the people that have a vision. He's got a very good point when he says here, I get really frustrated when I see European entrepreneurs giving up on their amazing vision, selling early on to non-European companies. Why do people sell early on to non-European companies? Because they are regulated and they want to sell it to somebody else. And they're just kind of like, I don't want to mess with it anymore. Or when some of the most promising tech talent in Europe leaves because they don't feel valued here. It's not about they don't feel valued here, buddy. They got, they got restraining they – got, they got all these different sure. regulations Handcuffs. to them. Yeah, you know, can you put that tweet up again, Kai? So here's what I think. I look at this. It's brilliant, number one. Yeah. I, I look at it as a trial balloon. He goes east, right, talking to NASDAQ about possibly moving to Texas. Do you think potentially a tech company – could leave Silicon Valley, one of the big ones, because those guys want to make money yes, too. They will. Tesla's talking yeah. about that, aren't they? I mean, they could you freaking b- under believe that? I mean, well, he, he's you know he's a, he's an outlier, you know, I Elon do. Musk. But I'm talking about one of the big ones in Silicon Valley. I actually do, and, and I think it's eventually going to happen. Look, guys, I'm telling you, you can, there's one thing you can't do. To uh, uh, I was having a conversation with who were we talking about yesterday when I said you can't have. So, so I look at uh, uh, the, the folks I work with in our company, right? And I look at certain personalities whom other can coexist in, okay? They can coexist in. We have a guy uh, who's a, a very good friend. I've, I've mentored this guy and his wife for quite some time now, Jose Marlin Gaetan, okay? Mm-hmm. They, uh, you've been around them before. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah, you've yeah, had no. a chance to meet him. You've been around Gaetan. them before. How chill? Too chill. How chill of a guy. Hey, man. Okay, can you coexist around him? Yeah, very chill. Does he guy. make you feel like you're comfortable being around him? Very chill. Does he make you feel like he's the man, you better respect him or else you can't be around him? Not no, at all. I didn't get that. It's not feeling. his personality. No. He's chill, right? Okay. Yeah. So 
when you're in certain markets, like you are in, uh, what do you call it, in uh, uh, Silicon Valley, and you're on all this other talent, sometimes you got to go to a different place yourself, like in Austin, and not pay the taxes. And people think people are never going to leave. They're going to be here forever. You cannot have creative talent stay in a place confined to handcuffs and shackles and overregulation because eventually talent who's very innovative, they have to be what? It's the F word. It's the F word that Kamala used last free. night. Free. But it's a different kind of a free. It's free to say what? Listen, like when we deal with these guys that are doing a, a, our sound and they're working on getting better, I don't hover over them. Let's just, guys, guys let's just get better. Let's figure this thing out. What are we doing? Just get better. That's all we got to do. We got to get better, right? Oh, no, no, no. You can't do that too much. You got to let people be free. Let us figure it out. Let's, as long as you deliver. Because free thinkers who are doers, they just want to be left alone. Yeah. They're not going to do it in Europe. So I don't see this thing yeah. going too much uh, uh, in Europe because of regulation. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you a question because you're, you're, you live in California. You're from California. You brought up the over-regulation point. California is pretty high taxes and pretty high <laughs> yes. regulation, right? That's where Silicon Valley is based. So what's the what's the metaphor there? What's the what's the, the great question? Story Can you pull that? up a four or five freeway? Check this out. Here's what's going on in California secretly that a lot of people don't know about. By the way, this just happened this they, week. They took down the Hollywood sign and actually replaced this it. This is with the that. KTLA. Yeah. That's four or five. I've gone down this road, God knows how many tens of thousands sure. of miles, and they put the Trump sign over there. Okay. And by the way, those mountains are always on fire, just so you know. No, literally. No, those, of course. You see how it's black? Yeah. Those mountains are always on fire. I'll, I'll let you know if that sign is still up this weekend. Yeah. I have a funny feeling it won't be, or it'll be defaced or something. What, whether it will be or not, because it's not hard to go to it and do whatever you yeah. want to do to it, break it. You know, yeah. you, Obviously, if you burn it, you're going straight to prison because you're an arsonist. But there's a lot of things you can, uh, you can do with that. Moral of the story is this. There are going to be certain people in the state of California that are either behind closed door, conservative, fiscally conservative, entrepreneurs, innovators who are getting sick of the regulation who are either going to leave or there's going to be those that are just going to come out publicly. And if California doesn't eventually change, you're not going to keep them forever. That's not how life works, okay? Mm -hmm. You can be in – a lot of people uh, that you see are married for 25 years and then they get a divorce. You ever see people that get married for 25 years and get a divorce? Like, you got a divorce after 25 years? Bezos got a divorce after 25 yeah. years. What happens all the time, right? Well, well, why, well, why didn't I marry at five years? Why not at 10 years? Kids, why not at a 15? lot of times it's kids. A lot of times it's, I don't want to do it because we got yeah. kids. You know, let's just wait. You know, let's make it work. We're going to love or each other. Or they're comfortable. Or you they're know. comfortable. But eventually, dude, if you abuse yeah. a woman for too long, dude, eventually she's just going to, I can't do it anymore. I'm out, right? Vice versa, I'm out. Vice versa, too. Vice right? versa, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you do this to California, eventually people are going to be like, dude, listen, yeah. I love you, California. Yeah. Like, listen. You have no idea how much I love the state of California. Mm -hmm. You have no – when I go to California and I see it, I can't even help myself how much I love the state. But you're eventually going to push people out. So I like Abbott's move, and I don't think this is going to work in Europe, not because Daniel Eck is not doing a noble thing trying to help people out. He needs to spend that money on regulation. He needs to come and say, hey, Europe, you want to create a Silicon Valley? Yes, before I put my $1.2 guess what I'd be doing? What's that? Here's the five things you guys got to do in whatever country – offers these five things, low regulation, no taxes, all of this stuff that he goes through, I'm going to put that $1.2 into your country, and we're going to make that the hub of Silicon Valley. That's the approach I would take. You never go and say, hey, guys, here's $1.2 No, hold it back. Whoever does these five things, we're coming to your state. So, Incentivize. But it's not my money. It's his can I, money. Can I tell the audience how much you love California? Can I tell them how much, you, how much love you love LA? California. 
I, I went with Pat. We actually met for lunch one day. I went with Pat, I think this was like two, three weeks ago. He wanted me to experience his entire city so badly that he drove around the entire city driving 165 miles per hour. Around the Adam, I want you to see everything. Everything. So he, he, all, all he showed me the entire city. It was a blur. Yeah. 165 miles per hour. That's how Can I make one observation sure. about Silicon Valley that I could never figure out? And you tell me if you feel the same way. My daughter grew up in San Jose. Okay. So I was in San Jose twice a month for 15 years. Pepperdine daughter. Yeah, she went okay. to college yeah. at Pepperdine. But she grew up and went to high yeah. school and everything in the Bay Area. There is no energy in Silicon Valley. Like you cannot, it is not just no energy, it's dead. I could never figure out why whenever I get off the plane and walk through the airport in San Jose and I'm in the heart of Silicon Valley, it felt so dead. I was so happy when I didn't have to go there anymore. Mm. You know, I just dreaded it almost just because of, of you know, w of what it felt like. But for a place so vibrant and so many creative people and so much money, it yeah. just feels dead. Tom, maybe you don't know the right places. Maybe. maybe you don't know the right spots to go to because what I know about guys up there, they're some of the biggest party animals in the world. Some of the guys behind closed doors, they put the most ridiculous underground parties. I know about you those want, stories. Yeah, yeah okay. they're insane. Yeah. That you want to get yeah. invited Tom, to. If you don't get invited to those parties, if you get, if you're single, on? you want to go to those parties. I couldn't parties. go to them because I was always hanging out with my daughter, but they, I got, I got well, the Well, there you go. There you go. You, gotta, you, you went to a different kind of a party, yeah. a family party. Okay. Uh, uh, well, is it time for us to go into the VP debate and just oh, kind of right, uh, talk yeah. about the VP Let's debate here? Okay. So well, if you're watching this, I, I saw a bunch of the scores you guys posted. By the way, we got $50 from, let me see, Ricky Bobby's on with us today, guys. Ricky Bobby is on the podcast. Hell yeah. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. You want to gain to want to go fast. You want to go to 500,000 subscribers, start talking about the independent contractors that haul freight. We never stop. Well, thank you, Ricky Bobby, <laughs> for that $50 uh, uh, that you put out there. But, Lunch but, is on Ricky Bobby. Yeah, it is. So, so let's get right into it, gang. Okay, so what was the score? I saw a bunch of scores up there. Somebody said 0-0. Zero, zero. Someone said 29-27. What was the VP debate score? Did it keep you going? Did you like it more than the presidential debate? So... Prior to going on to all the issues, Kai, if you, if you want to pull up all the topics that they debated, pull that up, um, the topics that was uh, discussed on a vice presidential debate. Uh, let me see what you got here. Do you have any notes here yourself, Kai, on a VP debate or no? Is there anything he has here or no? Nothing really here. Okay. So last night's debate, what would you think about it? Do you want my score or do yeah. you want to know? Okay. It's not fair to ask me this question, by the way, because I am a professional sports commentator. Okay. So if I give you a score and it's a metaphor for a football game, yes. you know I'm going to be right. Tell us. So I already won this. It was 25 to 3. 25 to 3. You also, before you Pence. say who won, you obviously, you obviously lean very far right. No, I don't. So. I, I evaluate on, what I see. Truth. I evaluate. And I'm going to tell you. Here's why it's 25 to 3. He scored four touchdowns. Four, he missed three extra points, okay? So he, he's not perfect. He's not even really that good. Wow, terrible kicker, but, but, by but the way. Yeah, bad mm. kicker. You know, it's the little things. It's the fundamentals sometimes. Um, yeah, 20, and she got a, she, she got a late field goal. I mean, look, I was... I was not. I did not think it was a great debate. Maybe the bar was set so low yeah. from the first presidential debate, but at least that was compelling. It mattered. Now this yeah. one may matter because of the age of the real yeah. presidential candidates, which frightens me even more. You know, after watching that, but I didn't think it was a great debate. I didn't think the moderator did a fantastic job. Um, I didn't think they brought a lot, and we can get into more details. But I'm going to give it a score of 25-3 pence. Typical Tom over here. Let's see what Clear. you got. Let's see your score, buddy. I got a hundred to zero, Kamala. Just kidding. Yeah, I know, I know Relax. You don't have but, that, but what's your I score? I got I got thirteen thirteen as a tie in overtime. There was no clear winner. I thought that 
was a debate. That first debate God. between Trump and Biden was an yeah. absolute shit show. Sorry if you're uh, under 18 listening to this show. Yeah. Complete shit show. Trump acting like a baby. Biden can't, couldn't hold it together. That was disgusting. This was a real debate. They actually was substantive. They actually covered a lot of ground. They each had a couple different good points. I can kind of go what I thought some good points were. I'm sure we'll get into it. But there was two things that they each needed to do. Pence, I think, I thought Pence did a better job defending Trump's record than Trump did. Straight up. Pence, I mean, if, if I ever have a vice president, if I ever want to run a company, I want someone like Pence by my side. No matter how and effed up. And you say it's 13-13? Okay, yes. Because Kamala did a great job. Because what was Kamala's job? To, great. Uh, what, what, was, what was her point to do that? All she has to do is hold serve. She doesn't need, she didn't pander to the left. She said, she, she says, I agree with fracking. I'm good. That, that's didn't. called a lie in the American it is. Is it? She said just a few months ago that she. I'm just saying that's what she them. said there. So yeah, but she, that's, all, that's, she a, held, that's a lie, buddy. Buddy, the, uh, Pence do, goes there and just lies like crazy. Which tell us? Tr which, Trump doesn't lie? lie like crazy. No, no. Tell us how Pence lied. I didn't say Trump. Tell us how Pence lied. Let's talk about the super spreader event at the White House at the Rose Garden. Okay. Let's just talk about that. Yeah. Who's the head of the coronavirus task force? Himself. Pence. Okay. He said when they said, "Do you take any blame for?" Basically, 25 people in the close, close, close to the cabinet yeah. got COVID. Kaylee McEnany, Hope Hicks, yeah. Trump himself, his I think, wife. I think that's right. Ridiculous. No, I, I think you're Half right. Half his cabinet has COVID. Are you freaking I, kidding I, me? I think and that, Pence is in charge of that. And by the way, that. that's why they made that the first topic, because they knew they were going to lose people after the first topic. And she gave Kamala a very easy soft softball. Here you go. Soft pitch. Here, go hit this one here. And she opened it up with her line that she had prepared because she knew the first topic. What was, was the line? Coming. What was the line? Yeah. She came out and saying, this is the worst handling of a crisis we've ever yeah. seen in the history of America. You know, I'm prefacing what, he, what she said, but something like that is what came out. And so, set the whole thing up. But, but tell me about he, the lies. Tell me about he, the lies. They, Not lack of responsibility, but lies with Pence. Number one, he talked about the V-shaped economy, the recovery. We know that it's not a V-shaped recovery. Maybe the stock market is V-shaped. Maybe Got the it. rich are getting richer, but Got it's clearly it. a K-shaped economy. Okay. Okay. We talked about how he tried to compare what's happening with COVID but the economy to the freaking V-shape. Economy is a V-shape. The stock market is. Yeah. The is stock it? market. The it stock is. market isn't the economy, though. It's a we reflection of the economy. A reflection, but it's not. Unemployment went from 8.3 to 7.9, 661,000 jobs. There's still 20 million people month. unemployed, though. For, but you already employed half of them, though. You're, you ain't going to do it in two months. How are you going to employ all these people? And you, you want them to do it in two months? Are you kidding me? What do you me? mean? It's been se seven months since COVID started. No, it's since, of course, since COVID started. What I'm saying is from the peak, from the peak, you want that recovery two months? It took, it took Obama years to recover from what he had with Bush. So you can make the recovery, buddy. It's being recovered uh, fairly quickly for what they have. The stock market, for sure. And, the, and Main Street, we're Jobs getting as there. Well. Yeah. I mean, we, I'm sure we'll but cover the topic. But I want to know lies. I want to know specifically Pence's lies. Tell me where Pence lied. Where I thought he... Number one, he, he ducked many questions. Duck, so did yes. she. Duck, so yes. did she. So, so did Kamala. But, like when but they the asked ducking about, of P Pence was very different than Kamala. Kamala, when it came to stacking the to court, she, yeah. she, she, she bobbed and weaved like she was Muhammad Ali, yeah. straight up. Pence would just not answer a question. They asked him repeatedly, have you discussed um, a, uh, um, uh, a plan, like a succession plan, what happens? In didn't case answer if the question. Happens didn't to answer Trump's the question. Health, the one with Trump's yes, health. Did or? not answer the question. Okay. Did not answer the question whatsoever. 
the fact that he tried to correlate H1N1 swine flu to what's happening now is beyond laughable. Tell no, me why. Are you kidding me? How many no. people died of the H1N1? Buddy, it's not the point of how many people died. The, 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 the swine flu wasn't as deadly as this. If it was, those 60 million cases that got it, if the same rate applied as COVID, 2 million people would have died. If, if, if. It's not about the if. It's about the fact that you let it spread. That's the part. It's about you let it spread and nobody shut down the economy. It was 60 million cases. They got lucky it wasn't deadly. Mm -hmm. How do you know how deadly a virus is? I'm not here to defend. No, but what I'm, I'm, I'm not, to, I'm not here to, I'm not a, I will tell I'm not you an epidemiologist. I will I'm tell just you, saying the swine I, flu was nothing compared to COVID. I will tell you where Pence lost. I tell will me. tell you Let's where Pence. It. No, but what I'm trying to say is when it comes on to, let me tell you what I did last night. Here's mm -hmm. what I did last night. And I told this to Jen last night when I went to bed. And by the way, for those of you guys that are watching this, for me, my opinion, it's one of the best debates I've ever seen. Okay, in a long time. Okay, and what when I say I'm talking uh, for me, it's the best VP debate ever that I've seen. I mean, I'm 41 years old. I haven't been around for a long time. I thought it was a great VP debate. Here's how I watched it. I t I tweeted out yesterday. I said, I said, uh, Pence doesn't seem like a VP. Pence seems presidential. He doesn't look like a VP. Pence is the kind of guy that if your son said, "I want to grow up to be like Pence," you would say, "Okay, no problem." Sounds like a really good guy. Sometimes on the other side, like, let me tell you, man, Trump inspired a lot of people to be Trumps. You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of people are like, look, if Trump's doing it, I'm going to do it as well. <laughs> you know, sometimes when somebody takes a, a new president that becomes a president, people take after that person's personality. You know, when Obama was president, you were kind of like, okay, cool. You know, my boy wants to grow up to be like Obama. I'm good with that. You know, because he was what? He was a... Suave dude. Yeah. You're like, I want to grow up to be like Bill Clinton. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, buddy. You know, you may want to think twice, but maybe you, one day you be a well, president. What's wrong with Bill Clinton? Well, you know, some of the uh, ways, personal life, all this stuff, you're I'm like... I'm good with it. I'm not about... I'm not... Listen, I voted for the guy. So I'm a guy... I'm a fan of Bill Clinton. If I put Bill and, let's just say, Trump together... Okay. Mm -hmm. When it comes, I'm not as a leader. Remember, I am very logical in policies. I don't go emotion. Some of the parties yeah. go emotion. I don't go emotion. I go policies. I watched the debate yesterday. I'm like, dude, let me tell you, I would have no problem with my kids sitting there, my eight, seven, and four year olds sitting there listening to the whole debate. I'm not comfortable with them watching the other debate. But if they watch it last time, I'm like, okay, issues. Dad, what is that? Dad, what is vaccine? Dad, what is this? I love that. We had a conversation mm -hmm. together, right? Okay. Here's the other part. I watched him and I said, Try hating him. Try hating Pence. You can't do it. A, a rational person can't. No, a, a rational person. Yeah. Try hating the guy. You can't do it. Yeah. I say, try hating Trump. What, what's the answer? Very easy. Very to easy do. to do. Well, it's the biggest topic. I mean. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like the way he comes in. Yeah. Let me tell you, I'm the best, and I'm perfect. Like right now, even this morning with Mario Bartiromo, he's like, my health has never been better in 20 years. Dude, right. you're 20 years older. What do you mean your health has never been better? My health has perfect. never been better. I feel perfect. The keyword perfect. You're perfect. Right. You've got COVID. You're yeah, perfect. So, right. so what I'm trying to tell you, but I understand why some people may not like his personality. I support policies. I don't go personality. Pence to me was presidential yesterday. Kamala, every time she was losing, she had that big laugh. The big mm -hmm. laugh that she, <laughs> she goes like this. <laughs> I think I got caught. Let me laugh like it's not a big deal. And then boom, she didn't have an answer. It would happen twice. Both times. There was one time where, Joe kept bringing up her record as a prosecutor, as what she did. Yeah. As a, and that was, uh, she kept doing this. She kept looking at the moderator like, hey, change the subject. And it's like, hey, uh, okay, Vice President, Mr. Vice President, Mr. Vice She's just looking to be safe and says, I, I will not be lectured right. here to be undermined for my exactly. record. Yeah, you asked me to score. You asked me to score. 28-7. Yeah. Pence killed it. 28-7. Oh, it's not even close. Get not out even, of here. Bro, the fact that the way he reacted when they took shots 
was so impressed. You, yeah. you cannot learn that skill. He's just kind of standing there. He's like, thank you, Susan. You know, uh, first of all, when I saw you, uh, my wife and I celebrated when I saw you being selected and doing <laughs> this. This was an incredible. I wanted yeah. to congratulate you in front of everybody. It was, she's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, but at the same time, uh, look, uh, Kamala Harris, y- you may have the right to your opinions, but you don't have the right to your, you know, your, your truth. Facts. Your facts. And he just went through. And the way he did it, you're like, this is how this guy's going to negotiate behind closed doors? Are you kidding me? I'm good with this guy the way he handles it. It seemed so yeah. presidential. Do you think yeah, he, he would strong. ever, after Trump, yes. uh, you think he would ever, A, run, run for yes. president, and B, do you think he has any chance of being elected? I do. You think so? I do. Well, yeah. Th- I do. I, but he has to pick his VP the other way around, by the way. Yeah, exactly. He needs a wild man as his VP. Not a, or not a, a wild, wild woman. man, but he needs to pick his VP the, the way Trump picked his VP. You know he would yeah. never have a woman as a VP. Never. How do you know that? Because he can't he, spend more he's time. He literally cannot be alone yeah. in a room with a it's woman. True. Without respect. His wife. I respect that. You know, a couple things about that. You know, when no one knew who Pence was when Trump picked him, and maybe there was a method to the madness because he almost is the perfect counterbalance. And you saw that last night just in their personalities. You mentioned, Pat, that how can you hate him? You should see some of the tweets from Hollywood. Joy Be- uh, Behar, Alyssa Milana. Yeah. They hate him. I mean, I, it I'm was, not surprised. I, with isn't that. it? I mean, it's yeah, unbelievable. But, but you got to realize, yeah. I understand why. Yeah. Here's my biggest problem with Kamala last night, why I think she got hammered is A, she lied. Okay. Joe Biden did not save the auto industry. I don't know how you can go up there and yeah. just make that comment that Joe Biden saved the audio, the auto industry. You know, she's completely lying about fracking. They are going to stop fracking 100%. Um, I thought, did, did, did Pence miss an opportunity by bringing up the fact that uh, she called Joe Biden a racist during the presidency? He missed a lot of opportunities. I mean, that was the day. biggest yeah. opportunity that he missed, and he's never going to get a chance to do it again. I thought that was a, a huge gaffe by him. And then my biggest problem with her, when, when the moderator asked her about China and made the question as specific as you can possibly be, are they an adversary, an enemy, a competitor? She didn't even mention the word China. Yeah. I mean, she didn't even answer it, and that answered the question to me that she's in cahoots. Yeah. Well, here's here's what you got to think about. Kai, if you can pull up the, the topics that was brought up, here's here's how you got to think about that. So what is this? This is uh, uh, the VP. I want the VP one. Is this is this a VP debate? And these are the topics, right? Okay, let's go and look at the topics. Let's go look at the topics. Go down. Okay, go down. Uh, uh, what was the one you had? I just saw a different one. That Okay, is that the one that it is? Okay. Uh, so tr- uh, they talk about Trump, fine, COVID-19. So, okay, let's just say Trump. Let's just say Trump is a difficult person to defend, and I thought no one in the world could have done a better job defending Trump than Pence. I don't think he could have said a better thing defending his president. I think he crushed it. I think he may be one of the best number two guys I've seen in a long time. Uh, if I ever have a number two, I want you a want guy like, like Pence that. there. Let me tell no you. No doubt. Oh, by the way, I also thought Kamala did a very good job always bringing it back to Joe. I thought she did a fantastic job saying, and under a Joe Biden administration, and I think Joe Biden is this. And one of the things about Joe, she was doing well, she a great to. job being a flag she carrier. She had to. It's not about yeah. have to. It's you have to know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I thought she did a phenomenal job on that side defending her candidate. Uh, when they talked about uh, COVID-19, they spent the most time talking about, sure, that makes sense. That's what we're going through. Then the economy and then uh, Biden, Supreme Court, election, race, foreign policy. You know what's keep going down, keep going down, keep going down, keep going down, keep going down. Look how much time they spent talking about China. 45 Look, seconds. 45 seconds. Look how much mm-hmm. time they spent talking about abortion. 43 seconds. 43 seconds, they should have spent more time on it because Roe versus Wade, I mean, that's something that's going to be – uh, uh, what they're worried about with the, sec- uh, the stacking Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah, stacking the court. But China, you got 90 minutes. The yeah. number one enemy, yeah. mm-hmm. okay, the cause of this 
and Susan couldn't ask more questions about China. All I wanted to know about was China. It was like, China was like this. China, okay, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go. She was terrible at follow-ups. She was horrible. She just didn't want to interrupt them, and she wanted to make sure that they weren't overgoing on their time. I mean, that was her big By by the way, I tell you, even though I know she leans left, I thought she did a good job. I'm not going to sit there and say I thought she— Of course she interrupted— uh, Pence a lot more than Kamala, and when Kamala's like, I need time to respond. She he, she gave it to her, mm-hmm. but she didn't give it to him. They, there was those couple minutes where she got too much. Like, okay, I'll give you thirty seconds, but he would say, yeah. I'll give you fifteen seconds, but he would say, I would give you thirty. Well, seconds. He would keep going over the clock. No, but, but he has she, to. She, uh, the, but he has but to. But he never it. raised his voice when he did no. it. He kept so speaking. Smooth. He kept so speaking. Good. She just, kept saying, "Thank you, you know, thank yeah, you." He's so thank good. One of the observations. That's a gift. I'm speaking. That's a gift. That's yeah, a it's big more gift. of a mental gift than anything to be yeah. able to allow yourself no to not raise your voice. It. You, you know, going. when I watch Kamala Harris, and I look, I'm just stating the facts here. I can totally understand how she didn't even make it to her home state for a primary, you know, for the Democrats. I mean, she was not good. She's not good on stage. She's not believable. I find her condescending. I mean, that's – it's scary to think yeah. that, um, that she's that close – and, and, and Biden thought that highly of her after everything that went down between them personally. Speaking of China, I'll tell you a memorable line. I'm going to go down the middle here. I know you guys are going to be shocked by me just calling it like it is. She, he says, she said, Trump lost the trade war to China. That was her claim. He says, well, Biden never fought it. Yeah, that was big. That was a big line. Yeah. Okay, respect. That was big. Um, she said, uh, you know, Trump hates, uh, has called the military suckers and losers. She's... He's blasted John McCain. She said, listen, Pence said, listen, my son is in the Navy. My son-in-law is a Marine. Trump reveres the military. Okay, so he's going to bring it back to his family. Something tells me that even if Trump said those comments, hypothetically, hypothetically, Pence would say, sir, please understand military. Like, I think he would make Trump respect the military, no doubt. So, and then the, the thing that Kamala, where she definitely lost points with me, was she refused to answer the question on stacking the court. Can you pull that up, by the way? She refused to answer the question What'd you think about that, though? A non-answer, like she didn't even answer at all, though. There's a difference between avoiding versus, like, not answering at all. She was basically saying, um, well, you want to talk about the court? Stacking the court. You want to talk about stacking stacking the court? court? And then she, like, she's like. a complete different direction. She went, I was like, where'd she go on that one, you know? And she talked about uh, filling the Supreme Court with, with something else. Um. They both talked about um, Breonna Taylor and justice. I thought they both had good responses on that. Can you pause it? Because we can't hear it, Kai, just so you know. If you guys want to do audio on that, do we have audio? This is a classic case of if you can't win by the rules, you're going to change the rules. Now, you've refused to answer the question. Joe Biden has refused to answer the question. So I think the American people would really like to know if Judge Amy Coney Barrett is confirmed to the Supreme Court of the United States, are you and Joe Biden, if somehow you win this election, going to... If somehow. Pack the Supreme Court to get your way. I'm so glad we went through a little history lesson. Let's do that a little more. In 1864. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I'd like you to answer the question. <laughs> now, Mr. Yes. Vice President, I'm speaking. speaking. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. Yeah. Come, he is. In 1864, <laughs> one of the, I think, political heroes, certainly of the president, I, I assume if you also, Mr. Vice President, is Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Abraham mm-hmm. Lincoln mm-hmm. was up for re-election. And it was 27 days before the election. And a seat became open on the United States Supreme Court. 
Abraham Lincoln's party was in charge not only of the White House, but the Senate. Can you show the clip of Abraham Lincoln? But honest uh, uh, Abe. Saying that? Said. Show the interview the right of Abraham Lincoln on CBS. <laughs> American she thinks we're so deserve stupid. to make the decision uh, that is so about who will be the next president now of the United this. States. Now watch this, watch this. And then that person can select who will serve for a lifetime on the highest court of our land. I just want to see he's not, You can and tell so he's Joe not even listening. He's just clear. waiting to respond. The American people the are voting right now. And it should be their decision about who will serve on this most important body for a lifetime. Watch this. Thank you, and, and Senator Harris. People, Susan, are voting right now. They'd like to know if you and Joe Biden are going to pack the Supreme Court if you don't get your way in this nomination. Let's talk about packing. You once Come again on. gave a non-answer. Joe Biden no. gave a non-answer. <laughs> non-answer, you know. American people deserve a straight answer. And, and if you haven't figured it out yet, the straight answer is they are going to pack the Supreme Court if they somehow win this election. No, but you got you to show it after that because there is a... There is, there's a part right after that when she says, I will show you. Okay, go see if it's the, it's the 338 one. There is a huge no. fundraising deadline coming up. Go back. Up. How many minutes was that? Go to the 338 one. Yeah, that one right there. When you speak about the Supreme Court. Keep going. Go to two minutes really and 20 seconds. Answer, yeah, right there, right there. You haven't figured it out yet. The straight okay. answer is they are going to pack the Supreme Court if they somehow win this election. Watch this. So then <laughs> Susan changes the question, but then Kamala gets pissed. Court, if you cherish the separation of powers, you need to reject the Biden-Harris ticket. Come November the 3rd, re-elect President Donald Trump, and <laughs> we'll stand by that separation of powers in a nine-seat Supreme Court. Yeah, Thank let's you. talk about packing the court then. Let's okay. talk about the Please. pack. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to. <laughs> I'm about to. You, you do know so, it's... the Trump-Pence administration has been, because I sit on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Susan, Watch as you this. mentioned, and I've witnessed the appointments for lifetime appointments to she is the very presentable, courts, district courts, courts of appeal. Snobby a people little bit. People who are purely ideological, people who have been reviewed by, by legal professional organizations and found to have been not competent are substandard. And do you know that of the 50 people Wait. who President Trump appointed to the I hope they leave the last seven seconds of what black. he says. This is what they've been doing. You want to talk about packing a court? Let's have that discussion. Wait, Kai. Oh, they still oh didn't put God. it. I mean, it's so... It's the biased media cutting it off. Well, you know what he says right afterwards. He says, just to get it uh, on record, she, she never answered answer the, the question. question. Yeah, so... Which, which, as someone who, you know, picked a tie score here, I will say... I deducted points for that. You she know, did not answer the it's question. It's human right reaction. <laughs> she never once shook her head. If you just watched her as he was saying that, if you had no plans of stacking the court, you'd be like, just instinctively, yeah, yeah. you'd be shaking your head. She didn't do it. Yeah. Pat, uh, a couple topics if we want to address these. They talked about taxes. Yeah. Right? And they talked about... Um, $400,000. Raising the taxes. They would only raise it if you make, exactly, only unless you make $400,000 or more. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Do I believe that? Do you believe that? I think that? one way or another, one way or another, yeah. whether it's happening this year, uh -huh. next year, four years, taxes are going to have to go up in this country. No, no, but, but on which administration do you think taxes are going to go up? For sure, the Democrats. Okay, so but, but you're asking you the, the threshold. The people the making brackets. less than four hundred thousand dollars are going to be affected if they raise the tax. If they if they say they're not going to raise the taxes on them, you think they're going to be affected? What do you actually think? I'm actually asking a very serious question. 
do I think that? So she says, and Biden says, if you're making less than four hundred thousand, you're not going to be affected. Do you think they're going to be affected? Depends if they change the tax brackets. Is that what you're asking? But they're saying they won't. Do you believe they're like when when Obama I said? I don't believe when Obama says. Yeah. You can keep your health. You like your health insurance, sure. you can keep it. You're not going to pay one new tax, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. okay? And then we have the 3.6%, 3.9% ACA tax. Of course. Okay. Do you know who lies? You know who a liar is? You know who the biggest liar is? Both sides. Every single one of them. But what's exactly. not what I'm asking you? They I'm, all lie. No, but what I'm telling you is Trump yeah. said I'm going to lower taxes, and he did. Trump said he's going to lower taxes, and he did. Corporate taxes, right? Of course, when he did, we have one of the highest corporate taxes in the world in the U.S. Mm -hmm. U.S. has one of the highest corporate taxes in the world. He lowered it, what, from 35 to 20, 23, some yeah. number like that, right? Yeah. But we, the day he did it, I gave everybody here a $100 bonus per month you've been with me. You didn't, I didn't get anything, man. You weren't here nothing. that then. That was uh, three years ago. Should have been Help here. me out here, buddy. Retroactively. Yeah. 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 By the way, if there, is a, if there is, again, a lower taxes, everybody will get a bonus. Oh, my goodness. Lunch is on me that day. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is, do you actually think taxes are not going to Go, go up for I, people making less than 400? Do I think taxes are going to Folks, go I want up? you he to get this answered. on the record. <laughs> on the record. He's pulling a Kamala Harris. Yeah. Uh, listen, okay, let me let's, speak. let's talk about taxes. <laughs> let's talk about taxes. <laughs> let's have a conversation about taxes. So as I was are saying, are you going to stack the court? Say, read my lips. No new taxes, okay? Anyway, let's talk about the military. Let's talk about the military. Listen, do I think taxes are going up? Yes. Under Biden? Yes. Okay, so Biden gets elected. The people making less than 400,000 taxes are still going to go how, up. How low do you want to go, though? Do you are you 100,000, 200,000, Do you think the person 000? making 36K is going to be affected? No. 100% they are. I, you think you think 100%? 100% they are. So if you're, if you're making 36K, you're in a 12% you want me to tell you how? You want me to tell you why 100% they are? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you raise the corporate taxes. What do I have to do? I have to fire five people. So right now, I got more people working because I can afford it. Mm -hmm. You fire them? How, how much money have I taken from Vitamin? Not much. No, not much? The answer is zero. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been a loss every the 50, year. The guy that gave us 50 bucks today, we're going to take that That's going lunch. straight yeah. back into the That's cost. To this cut. is expensive <laughs> to do all this stuff, right? Zero. Yeah. What's the point here? It's not about like, oh, my gosh, let me take the money, all this other stuff. I'm building a company. Just let me build a company. I'm going to hire people. I don't care what it is. I'll hire. If these people get the work done and I do my part, I'm doing my part to build a company. We create an environment, create a good benefit plan. We match 401k. We give good health insurance. We are in a fun environment to be in. We bring the right talent, right? Okay. If he raises the corporate taxes from 23 to 35, I have to fire 10% of my employees. But that's not what they said. They didn't talk about corporate taxes. <laughs> but what I'm fact. saying, but they yeah. don't, but they, but no, no. What she did say is day one. All the taxes that Trump gave to his rich friends, we're going to revert they back to They did say that. Okay, then. So that's that. exactly what they okay, did. But, that, but that's two different topics But it's right not there. two different corporate topics. Corporate tax rate it's, and, the, uh, but, but it's and federal income tax rate. The corporate tax rate goes up. The $38,000 your person is affected. So I'm, I, I'm good with the lower corporate tax rate. Just but so it's we're going to go higher. Just so you know, it's going to go higher. I, I'm not good with the 35 I think as a business owner, you deserve what, what to have I'm, you create jobs. You're a job creator. Yeah, what you I'm, deserve a lower tax. Yeah, rate. all I'm saying to you is, they're raising it, and mm -hmm. when they raise it, yes, they can say we're not going to raise taxes on the thirty-eight thousand dollar person. Okay, fine. Let's say you are telling the truth on that, but if you raise the taxes on corporate, they have to fire people. It's how things work. Right. They have to I, fire. I, I'm people. with you on this. Yeah, I'm with you on this. That that doesn't necessarily mean that the federal income tax rate is going to go higher or lower. You're just saying 
the ramifications of a different ca- tax structure as a business owner. Okay, you'll have to. Look, you'll have so, to. So, so I got this text. I got this a uh, uh, picture here from a friend. I won't say the name because he probably doesn't want me to mention that he sent me this. He sends me a picture saying, "Vote to raise taxes on the rich property owners." Then on the bottom, the girl says, "I'm confused. Why rent was raised?" Hmm. Oh, how come my rent's going from $1,200 a month to $1,400 a month? Because they raise taxes on the people that own the corporate properties. I'm confused. How come I'm not getting my raise that you guys were giving me? Because I'm confused. I used to get 40 hours a week. You just turned me part-time. What happened here? It's because uh, administration that wants to raise taxes got me to make you go part-time. I'm confused. How come we're not given the kind of health insurance we were given before? Because I'm confused. How come we don't have the 401k benefits we had before? Because of corporate taxes are increasing. It's the highest in the world. U.S. had the highest corporate tax rate. So yeah. what do you mean they're not going to touch taxes? Trump, you're saying. Of course. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a hypothetical Biden question. Biden is Obama. It's the same tax rate. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Prior to Trump increasing the corporate tax rate. Yeah. Were companies doing okay in America? Were companies figuring it out? Were big co- companies figuring it out? Were the Apple and Google? Which companies? Which, All companies. No, no, wait a minute. Which companies were figuring it out? All companies. Big companies were figuring it out? I'm, a- I'm asking you. Weren't who, companies who had figuring the biggest it out? Edge? Who had the biggest edge? Big companies, of right? Of course they did. Yeah, of course. Because they have the dollars and they have lobbyists that work to get certain laws weren't and regulations to make it harder to compete with. figuring it out too? Not at the same level. Small businesses were not, com- were not figuring it out at the level as the other guys were. Small businesses, let them keep the money and invest back into the business. Mm-hmm. L- listen, do you know the whole concept about rich people buy Rolls Royces and Ferraris and all this other stuff? All they do is waste their money. Do you know the cyclical cycle of how money works? Whether you tax me 5%, 1%, Zero percent, twenty percent. The money is going back into the economy. Do you want me to unpack that message? What Please I just do. said, right? Please okay. Do. Let's just say you you have this because the worry is the rich guy's going to spend the money to do what? Buy yachts, five hundred thousand dollar watches and yachts and boats and you know all this other stuff, right? I'm going to buy another vacation home and I'm going to buy this all this stuff. Let's just say the guy has a lot filled with Lambos, Ferraris, Porsches, all the other stuff. Put all the crazy cars he's got. He's the qualified rich guy that they talk about, okay? When you buy the Lambo, who creates the Lambo? The workers. Okay, who, who, who's getting paid for doing the work? When you, when you buy the Lambo, who does the oil change? When the tire gets broken, when, when 12 of my Rolls Royce tires were torn mm-hmm. within, within a span of uh, 12 months, each of those tires were 850. Who do you think made money? The tire company. Who do you think make, made money? The guy that put the tires on. Who else do you think made money? The guy that had to come and tow me from. I had to spend money. It does. The money always goes back into the economy. You're saying that's a trickle-down economy. It, even if the money stays in mutual funds. Say I take the money and I say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put all this money into the stocks. I'm going to yeah. put it in the mutual funds. That money is being reinvested into a job. into some, Money is flowing constantly. This concept of money is scaring the hell out of people that we got to hire taxes, you know, raise taxes on rich people. What are you talking about? Somebody needs to take a basic math class. What do you mean if I raise the taxes? We have the highest corporate tax rate to say that we're going to revert back to what it was day before, uh, uh, day before, what do you call it, Trump? Great. Go ahead and do that. But you cannot say the people under $400,000 of your income are not going to be affected. Like this, they're going to be affected. You know what the bottom line is? And this is the truth. People's hatred of Trump has precluded them the ability to think straight. I mean, the hatred for him supersedes anything. You know, you can't make a rash decision in this election because the number one thing, I mean, if people were to look at this objectively and see, you know, like you, it's, it's, your life's going to change. Your taxes are going to go up, the whole thing. But I think it's the, the, the hatred of Trump yeah. is so powerful 
that people can't make a rash decision. He brought it on to himself, though. I mean, yeah. you, got, you got to realize that part of it as well. You know, uh, uh, when you go out like that, th this, is, this is how I see it. He came out the gates, and the way he got all the attention is by saying what? The people are crossing the border, and they're Mexicans rapists, are rapists, and drugs, and he didn't say all of them. He said some of them are decent, but they're yeah. okay. Guess what he did? His campaign was, let me shock factor. That was his campaign. Let's just face it. The way he went from being no one on day one saw him as a top 15 guy. They saw him as a number 16 guy. He said, I'm going to get the media on the news. And every day CNN bashed him, MSNBC bashed him, MSNBC. They had him on every day. Do you remember back in the days when CNN and MSNBC had him on every day? All the time. Every, every day, day they every had him on. Every debate, they, they, they every couldn't day. Hey, Trump, every day, every Because he got all, all of a sudden, they're like, dude, we're giving this guy too much. So we have to give him credit for his strategy worked. Mm -hmm. It worked. But the other side is your strategy also pissed a lot of people off, which you're going to have a lot of enemies. You, that's your game you played. You can't, like, the Detroit Pistons cannot be ticked off that people hate them. Dude, yeah. that's, your, yeah. that's Chuck Daly's strategy. But you strategy. have to evolve a little bit, too, because he's not the unknown anymore. So he, he, he's, yeah. he's bringing on some of these bullets to himself yeah, but, right now. Yeah, by the way, the Pistons won multiple championships. Like, I'm not telling you that strategy. The Philadelphia Flyers of the 1972, I don't know if you know the story, the 1972. Broad Street Bullies, Dude, right? this, these guys went and they played. The Philadelphia Flyers went and played against Russians, the Olympian champions. Hockey team. They faced them after the, this was a freaking uh, what do you call it when those friendly a, a, match? A, a, not a it's a friendly match, but they call it something else. Not exhibition a game. Exhibition game. Yeah. Do you know what happened after the first period? Kicked the shit out of them, dude. The Russians weren't <laughs> coming out of the freaking. They weren't coming out of the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. The freaking primate. The Gorbachev had to call them and say, "What the hell are you guys are doing? Get the hell out of there. You're not going to show Russians for us to be scared. Get the, because the Philadelphia Flyers were whooping their asses." Yeah, single-handedly kicking their ass, punching them, hitting them, like they literally, were, kicking literally. The shit out. They said, "We're gonna <laughs> show you how we sport in the dude, world." Dude, that's hockey. Like UFC that, on that's skates. Sure, that so you know what happened? You know what happened the next year, from 1972 to 1974? The NHL was afraid of them. The hockey rule book went from this big to this big because well, of the it Flyers. Should, it should. It should. What I'm trying UFC to say is, on skates. if you're Chuck Daly and you want your Pistons to play the way they do, mm -hmm. if you're the Philadelphia Flyers, you want your players to play the way they do. If you're Trump, you're gonna get some. I'm sorry, you're the most hated because that approach is you're punking everybody. But it's the game he wants to play. That's totally fine. What I'm trying to do to the voter, here's what I'm trying to do to the voter, okay? Go to Bush, okay, for example. Go to Clinton. When Clinton did this stuff with Monica Lewinsky, like, oh, my gosh, she should be telling me. Dude, I don't sit there and watch the president and say, I'm going to live my life based on your values. I'm going to live my life based on my values. Monica Lewinsky, what she did, look, more power to you. It is what it is. I don't know what it is to be married to Hillary. I have no clue what it is to be it's married to fun. Hillary. It's not I'm going to assume it's not fun. No. Okay. I'm going to assume it's not fun. So he pushed, she pushed no him, all, all that other stuff. I don't know this story. Yeah. Here's what I will tell you. When people were bashing Bill Clinton, you know what I said? I said, dude, why don't you go try to get Newt Gingrich on the other side to sit there and negotiate and get our national debt to be where it's at? I don't really care if there's a Monica Lewinsky because yeah. I don't know how Hillary is as a wife. You ever met a man married to a miserable woman? It sucks. Mm -hmm. You ever met a woman married to a miserable guy? It sucks. It's absolutely horrible. So I don't know what it is to be married to Hillary, but I do know his policies worked during that time. For sure. So when you go to Bush and they're like, oh, Bush, Bush this and Bush, Bush is evil. I don't know. Bush comes across as a very, you know, Bush Sr., brilliant guy. I can't sit there and look at Bush Sr. That guy concerns me a little bit. But his son, 
Seems like a good guy to me. He's have a, a beer good with old the boy. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I was drinking whiskey my entire life, and one day I couldn't remember what happened the night before, and I told my <laughs> wife, this is the last time I went and took all the bottles of whiskey, and I trashed him, and that day I changed my life. And boom, he becomes a president, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I like that. I made some bad decisions. When we had him on, I was interviewing him. I made some bad choices in my life. I made a lot of bad choices in my life, but one day I decided to change. You know what? Cool. Respect. When you go to Obama, and people say, oh, but he's such a great speaker. I'm like, dude, he is. I just don't like his policies. Mm -hmm. You got to be careful with his policies. Trump is such an asshole, but his policies for economy, I am not about, like, for example, when they're talking about abortion, when they talk about abortion yesterday, and the topics came up about, you know, Roe versus Wade, what's going to happen there? Because that's the biggest concern. What are you going to do? One of the questions was, what are you going to do if they go out there and do this? What is the state of California going to do? And how are you going to handle in your state? Because that's the whole thing with, you know, uh, 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 wanting to tax abortions, have taxpayers pay for the abortion. That's what uh, Pence talked about. Okay, pro-life, pro-choice. 41% of Americans are Christians. Most of them are what? Pro-life. 59% of Americans are non-Christians. Some of them are Catholic. Some of them are, you know, uh, say other denominations. Some of them are pro-life. Some of them are pro-choice. Uh, what does it come down to? At what point the definition of life. Mm -hmm. Then you have to figure that part out. But that's a, de that's a debate between science, faith that they need to have together and come out with a timeline, right? But that's a social issue. Gay, gay marriage, all this other stuff. Gay marriage, you want to get gay, you know, you want to get married to a guy? Dude, I went to a gay club for two years. I, my best friends were all gay in the army. They were all gay. And in yet, the army? Oh, bro, they were freaking, so many, how many, you, you were in the Marines, how many guys did you see? Like, you know, some of these guys were freaking, Dude, let me tell you. <laughs> well, Eric, I tell, let me put it to you this way. In the army, no. Yeah. When I said yeah. in the army, when I'm in uh, uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, yeah. dude, we had uh, I can't say the names. We had a number of guys at our unit. All gay. Scotty, Tom, yeah. Bobby, I'm Bill. telling you, dude. You know how Henry. it happened. One okay. day we went to a club. We went to a club in uh, Tennessee called Connections. You went to this club. We'd go to every weekend. It was it was Studio 54. Exactly. If you've seen the movie Studio 54. Yeah. Dude, these are some of the coolest cats. Were they married? I mean, were they? But it was one thing you made it clear. It's like, listen, man, here's, I'm, I like women. Just don't, don't put your stuff on my face. I'm going to put my stuff in your face. Literally. I said that. <laughs> I said, we're going to get along. You do what you got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do. Just respect me. We, hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's up? Greek God. All this, uh, that nickname, because back then, you yeah, know, I had a physique. Because you're a Greek God, baby. I was a Greek God. I had a there good time for you those three. Your run rate was a different run rate. But the point I'm trying to make to you is, those are social issues. Mm -hmm. I don't go to social issues. The challenge with this election is the emotional people are going to vote emotionally. And that's a recognition on the amount of hatred they're driving on Trump's personality and how he is. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to the policies. If you vote emotionally, mm -hmm. you will be controlled emotionally. If you vote yeah. logically and you look at policies, you are going to be affected right. by and the, the Democrats fuel that fire and they're going to yeah. swoop me, in. And that's what that's. Let me say something when I actually uh, just to kind of build upon Tom's point and to build upon your point. Tom made a point that some I'm sorry, people, gay Marine still sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> Eric was almost offended. When he said <laughs> He's that. like, Eric's like, no, zero go right now. <laughs> I don't know what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> don't throw me in that one right there. Zero, none, zero. Eric over there. So Tom made a point, which I, I actually agree with. He said some people hate Trump so much that they can't see past their hatred from him. And you said that's how he started his campaign. Mexicans are rapists. Yeah. There's good people on both sides. So what I'll tell you is this. I have the ability to understand why people hate Trump so much. But I also have the ability to say, you know what? I agree with that. 
Okay? So as an example, people hate Trump so much. From, from day one, they said, I do not like this person. There's no way I would advocate for this person. There's a way I would vote for this person. I hate this person, straight up. I dislike this person. I don't like to use the word hate. They dislike this person, but they hate him. So then when Trump does stuff like moves the um, Israel embassy to Jerusalem, I'm like, that's, that's great. Good for you. When he makes peace in the Middle East with the UAE and Bahrain, this is peace in the Middle East. What are we talking about here? How do you disagree with that? But people, and this is, like you said, Trump's fault. People don't just reverse hate easily. If they say, look, I do not like this person four years ago, they're not just going to magically say, well, I'm coming around on them. They're fixed in. Just like people four years ago, if they love Trump and he's the best and MAGA, and I, I, they're not switching from that. So, well, they're going to pay a big price because it's going to – I mean, it's, it's not just hating Trump. There's another side that wants to literally change the country and, and how this country is, how it is going forward. And, and he's creating the opportunity with that personality that people hate. And, and when people say this is the biggest and most important election, that is not hyperbole. I mean, that is – what's happening here in less than a month is really a big deal. I got a friend of mine that called me yesterday who is involved in some charity, some politics. He was in D.C. for many years, so he's very directly connected with a lot of the stuff that's happening. <clears throat> he's in his early 70s, late 60s, pretty connected politically. He said, I've never been this scared about the future of America as I am today. Mm. I said, tell me why. He said, uh, uh, look, say Trump gets reelected. He says, forget about it. Let's just say Trump does get reelected. I said, Okay. He said, what happens after four years? You know, what happens after four years? Eventually, somebody on AOC and Bernie's side is going to get elected. That's the direction we're going. He said, whether it's in four years, it's in eight years, it's in 12 years, it's in 16 years, it's in 20 years, it's in 24 years, it's in 28 years. It is going to happen. And when that happens, what happens next? Actually think about that. So imagine today AOC is 47. By the way, AOC yesterday say fracking is bad. She tweeted it out. So yeah, she yeah, was totally like going up against Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris. Like, what do you yeah. mean? Defend it because they don't want to understand left is being pulled to the far left. And somebody on even uh, uh, on the DNC side, Kamala's the most left yeah. leader, a, a political leader we have today. Even further left than Bernie is what they call Kamala. But anyways, what happens if an AOC gets elected? She's 47. You gotta, you're a dummy if you, if you don't like AOC, I'm fine with that. If you hate her policies, I'm fine with that. But you're naive and a fool if you don't think she has a career in politics. You're absolutely naive and a fool if you don't think she's, she's got a career in politics. Are you talking about Kamala? AOC. AOC. No, no, AOC, yeah. is, AOC is a superstar for Democrats and socialists, superstar for Democrats and show. You don't find people like that that just come around that they're that good at playing the game. So and she's, attractive. So she's 47. Imagine she's 47. 30. No, no, I'm saying when she's 47. I know she's 30. 15 years from now. Yeah, I'm talking 15 years from now, 20 years from now. She's 45 or 50 years old, okay? I didn't realize she was that young. She's a baby, <sighs> exactly. So imagine she's, she's a waitress four years ago. I understand, Starbucks. Yeah, imagine she's 45, 50 years old, and she runs, okay? And at that point, right now, she's got 8 million followers on Twitter. At that point, she's got 50 million followers, 100 million followers. She's a rock type of a person, massive following. She runs. She gets elected. Do you know what happens to the idea of America? Poof, it's gone. Because always remember this. It's a lot easier to go from capitalism to socialism than it is to go from socialism to capitalism. Very hard to have a kid being raised in a family where parents spoiled him, to have a kid be raised in a family where parents spoiled him. It's very hard. 
hard to get that kid to go to a different father that's like, wake up, what are you doing? Like imagine you're raising a millionaire's fam a house and your dad's a millionaire. He's got all the money in the world and you're sleeping in, kicking back. Everybody loves you. Nobody holds you accountable. Everything's chill. Mom, you don't talk to me like that. You don't talk to me like that. You know, I'm going to call the cops on you, mom. You know those kids, right? Those brats. Say the father dies and the mom, uh, father didn't do the right things with the finances. Now he's broke. Now she's broke. He's dead. She has no money to herself. He had no life insurance. All these losses, taxes she's got to pay. She goes, lives in an apartment. She ends up marrying a former Marine, okay, who wakes up in the morning, discipline, all this other stuff. That kid, the new stepdad says, what are you doing, John? I'm sorry. Make your bed. I don't make my bed. My daddy didn't make me do. You don't. Oh, I'm paying the bills, buddy. You make your bed. Give me the key. Give me your phone. Give me this. I hate you. Okay. I hate you. Why would you marry you? Asshole like this, mom. He sucks, right? That impersonation very well. Watch this here. Watch this. Character development. Now flip it. Flip it. Okay. Kid is got a dad like Eric. A Marine. Stud. Stud. Hey, kid, wake up. Clean yourself. By the way, when he does meetings, I always watch his stuff, what things he says. You can tell a military guy. Did you clean after yourself? What do we do after finish the food? What do you say to your mom? What do you say to this? Who washes the dishes? What happened with the shoes? Why don't you put them over there? Did you make your bed? So at first, kid's like, dude. Eric tells me that every morning. I'm like, I'll make my what, bed, what Eric. I, what I'm trying to tell you is this kid doesn't know better. All he knows is that's what he's raised around. Then all of a sudden, that father dies, mm -hmm. okay? Then another father shows up, the stepdad. Ah, don't worry about the plate, man. It's all, sometimes I don't like to do the plate myself as well. Oh, don't worry about the bed, dude. It's all good, man. Oh, put your shoes wherever you want, dude. I throw my socks there. It's okay. Mary's going to, your mom's going to get it. It's easier to go from high standards to low standards than to go from low standards to high standards. If we make the flip to eventually an AOC over the next, I'm not worried about today. I really am not worried about today. But I am worried about 20 or 40 years from because eventually someone like her is going to get elected. I am telling you right now, the idea of America is gone. You're going to need a second option as a country. And my only concern, my only concern is, what is the other country left that offers the free enterprise, the freedom of speech, the freedom of press, the freedom of all of this other stuff that America's idea was founded on? What's another country that has that? What is option number two? Because eventually, the way we're giving so much of the platform, 95% of media controlled by the left, socialist ideas are being pushed down our kids' throat right now, rich people are bad being told by teachers in school, eventually this is going to work on the side of them, someone is going to get elected. So today, not a big deal. Four years from now, I think the right's got a good bench uh, with uh, whether you call it Pence or whether you call it Cruz or yeah. Rubio or even some of these Charlie Kirks coming up or Candace Owens coming up, Shapiro's coming up. These are all good people that is, the bench is getting deeper on the right yeah. that at least believe in those freedoms. But the bench on the left is very deep as well right now. Very, very yeah, deep. Yeah, but here's the problem. The, they're not Day one, they're not going to waste this opportunity if they do get in. So I am worried about right now almost yeah. as much as I am about 20 years from now. Yeah, no, I, I get you, mm -hmm. but my, my worry is, so for example, my concern is this, uh, when you're in your 20s, you can eat pizza and get away with it. Remember when you were in your 20s? Like, like for example, he can eat 15 pizzas, nothing will happen to his belly right. next day, he's going to go to the bathroom 50 times, okay? And the next day, he still looks skinny, right? In your 30s, what goes? You can't eat like that, because your belly pops out a little bit, you go, ooh, uh, 
Salad and salmon, please. Okay, is <laughs> right. what Dressing I will have. Dressing on the side? In your right. 30s, you yeah. start saying salad. Now, when the hell did you ever say salad? I have salad, put the dressing on the side, and please take the croutons off, and I'd like the salmon to be... This is what Tom does every no time he orders, by the way. Kind of a, <laughs> this you know, is Tom, yeah, by the way. Exactly. You're, you're quoting and, Tom. And, 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 and Shonda's like, <laughs> Shonda's right there holding Talk us about accountable. Military. Yeah, we well, she was holding all of us accountable. Try some of this bun. What was the bread at that one place? Oh, the house? Crack. It was so ridiculous. Right? And they put like eight in front Dude, of you. Dude, it was so delicious. So Shana's like, you got to try this. But uh, then in your 40s, what happened in your 40s, Adam? What goes in your 40s? Your G gut, bro. Your metabolism. That's is 30s. 40s is flexibility. Oh, 40s no, I, is I, I haven't go, gotten that yet. I, I go to the gym. What do you mean? I, you, the reason why you don't have it is because you're always stretching. I'm always stretching. Every time I see you, you're stretching. By the way, you lost the audio of Adam, right? He's stretching, okay? So and then 50s, what happens? Other things go. In your 50s, right? Maybe 50s, you need to go visit somebody on the Cialis and the Viagra side. You know, you're like, hey, doc, this thing is, uh, gravity is working against me many different ways, and I can't do anything about it, right? What's the point here? Here's the point. Um, today, regardless of what you do, my interest is long-term solution. I don't okay. like Band-Aids. We are having Band-Aids today. You know why I like Texas? What did he say? It's in our Constitution. Yeah. Constitution that we will never have state taxes. Constitution, that's permanent, it gives me a lot of trust. Florida has that as well, by the way. But America's getting to a point right now where I don't know, we're about to go into some weird, weird stuff with taxes. So if we had in the Constitution, federal taxes will never be above 30%. Federal taxes will never be above 25%. In the Constitution, like it'll never ever be above that, that gives somebody like me confidence to know I can go out there and do what I'm doing. But today it's a little bit scary because I wouldn't be surprised if taxes go to 60 or 70 percent over the next 10 or 20 years. Well, they've years. been high before. Like when when Reagan was an actor, the story about Reagan when he was an actor yes. in Hollywood, yes. tax rate was freaking 90 percent. Yes. but I don't, think, I don't know if people know that. The tax rate in America. Above a million. Above a million, it was 90 percent. It wasn't for everybody. Yeah. yeah I, I, marginal tax rates, yeah, right? Yeah. Like there were 90 yeah. percent. What people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. How are tax rates that high? Look at tax rates over, over the last 100 years. Only since basically the 1970s, I want to say, 1960s, have tax rates been this low. By the way, I didn't even look at the numbers. we got 3,500 people live with us right now. Sick, That's the highest man. ever we've had. If you're watching this, if you're enjoying this, first of all, thanks for joining us. Put the thumbs up. Comment below. Uh, click on the subscribe button and the alert button. we got a couple more topics to go through. By the way, while this whole thing is taking place, this morning, Trump goes on Maria Bartiroma, okay? And they announce right before that, he gets a message saying that, if you have it, Kai, let's show it. He gets the message saying that they are thinking about, they are moving the second debate to a virtual debate. If you haven't heard this yet, by the way, this just happened this morning. They just announced that they're moving it to virtual debate, and this is what Trump had to say about the debate. You got to hear this. At the second debate, we have a never-Trumper as a host, but that's okay because I'd beat him in the second debate also. And uh, but I'm not going to so, do a virtual debate. So you're not. So, Mr. President, you're not going to do it because the CPD, the Commission on Presidential Debates, announcing this morning uh, that the second presidential debate will be virtual. Are you saying you're not going to participate? No, I'm not going to waste my time on a virtual debate. That's not what debating is all about. You sit behind a computer and do a debate. It's ridiculous. And then they cut you off whenever they want. Uh, I have a host who I always thought was a nice guy, but I see he's a never Trumper. You know, doesn't came out sound good. A never Trumper. His voice uh, sounds bad. We do bad. have some of them, Maria. He still has not, COVID. Most they don't likely. like to win. Uh, I, uh, and uh, I, so, but I'm I not doing. I'm not doing a virtual point, debate. They, they didn't even tell I, us about the debate, the, Maria. 
So you just learned this this morning? Yeah, we learned it the same way you learned it. They called up uh, two minutes ago, and uh, it was announced. And uh, they're, they're trying to protect Biden. Everybody is. They're trying like that NBC disaster where he went on a, this show with Lester Holt. It was like it was meant for a child. It wasn't meant for a, a grown person. Uh, he gets up and he says, we're not fracking. We're not fracking. He was fracking for six months. He was fracking. He was raising his his very thin hand and he was fracking. Thin hand. And now all of a sudden he's not fracking. Well, tell the Pennsylvania people that you're going. You know, it, it's ridiculous. He said he's not fracking. That's all he said. And then all of a sudden he goes to a fracking right. mode. And how about her? She committed her life to it. And all of a sudden, she's a fracker. She's a big fracker. They're going to stop fracking the minute they get into office. They're lying to everybody. They're lying about so many different things. Tom, you but you have to confront yeah. people. You can't I do it. I want to talk to you about that. I, I want to talk to you about what you, what you heard last night. But, but, Mr. President, you say you're not going to do this debate. Address the criticism, Mr. President, the criticism that you removed your mask for a photo op. Uh, you got to the top of the, the steps. You removed it. People are worried about your recent diagnosis. Now you've got 30-plus people with coronavirus in and around the White House. Address that concern for us, Mr. President. Uh, as you tell the Commission on Debates, you're not going to do this virtually. Yeah, well, first of all, I think I'm better when when to a point where I, I'd love to do a rally tonight. I wanted to do one last night, uh, but I think I'm better to a point that perfect. I feel better than I did. Well, uh, you know, ago. I jokingly said 20 years ago. I feel perfect. I feel perfect. There's perfect. nothing wrong. Would you admit his voice does not I sound? I, I disagree. I think he sounds fine. You think he sounds fine? He's getting the quips in there. If he was sick, it. he wouldn't be able to drop. I'm not talking about what he's saying. I'm saying his actual voice sounds. because his voice sounds scratchy. Because of what I went through, and I had a, you know, I felt pretty lousy. A lot of people did. A lot of people do. You know, no matter how good the security, you're not going to protect yourself from this thing with just your standard anything, unless you just literally don't come out. And even those people found out. Did you see in New York City, the most heavily locked down place, the people that caught it the most were the people that were caught in their houses and their apartments, okay? Okay. So, virtual debate. He's not he says, no, I'm not going to do it. I have different opinions. You heard what I said uh, right before when we started the podcast. What do you think is going to happen with the virtual debate? Uh, they're going to force it. They're going to force the yeah. virtual debate to happen because he did test positive for COVID-19. He's not going to do it. He has nothing to gain by doing a virtual debate. Here's what he will do. He will go to Miami next Thursday, and he will have one big rally. I mean, it'll be huge. He's going to do something, but I don't think he's going to do this virtual debate. And and how stupid! I mean, they are trying to pull this. You know, they're trying to they're, they're trying to grease the skids now for Biden completely. They've already got the moderator they want for this second one, who used to be his intern, uh, and and now turning it into a virtual debate. What? If he tests negative, you know, for X amount of days, why can't they do it in person? There's no reason this thing couldn't happen if the if doctor he, said he's okay. If he tests negative, let's see some tests. The dude just had COVID. That's not a. That's not a. That's not fake news. He had COVID. Yeah. He may still have COVID, right? It's not within the 14-day quarantine window, whatever the ramifications are. He's been obviously been on drugs, steroids, whatever. He got airlifted to Walter Reed Hospital. Is there a chance he still has COVID? That's a question. Is I mean, they're going to test if he's negative. Yeah. If, if he's negative, should they do the debate if live together? If there is negative, okay. then he should do Fine. the freaking debate. And that's what Biden, that's what Biden said as well. But this is the question I'm yes. asking you. Is the debate going to happen live or virtual? I hope it happens live. Okay, so right now it's virtual. Is Trump going to show up to the virtual debate? One what thing do you I'll say? tell you about Trump, as much as I'm not a fan, yeah. the dude's a fighter. 
Okay. He's a warrior. He'll so he's going to show up. He's going to show up or no? I think he'll be there ready to go. If there's a virtual debate and, yeah, he'll do it. He, he'll change. He'll, he'll, he'll say yes. Uh, Luis. I believe he wouldn't want to do it, but his, like, the party's going to make him do it. Yeah, participate. I think he's going to go to Miami. And put that event? And put that okay. And be like, I'm here. You're with him, Kai. I mean, I think he's going to do a debate. It's debate. I mean, he okay. has to. Yeah. So, he, by the way, here's here's the thing with Trump. How many times has Trump said, "Nope, I'm not doing it," and the next day he changes mind? I mean, Kai? he just did that with stimulus. That's exactly the point. That's, yeah. And he's going to do it again because, you, look, there's there's nothing he can do about it. He has to do the debate. He has to show up and do the debate. So his camp, he's going to realize because say he doesn't show up to the virtual debate, guess what the other camp's going to say? Very easy opening. They want him to say, I'm not going to show up to the debate. Because yeah, you know what everyone's going to say? He's afraid. And he's sick. He's, he's afraid. Still, yeah. And there's something we don't know. Are you sure? What are they not telling us? All, I can only already imagine all the, the headlines are going to be out of this world. Yeah. So he's. Trump still has COVID. He's hiding know? in his basement. An, in his insider, an insider said, This is bigger than COVID. Mm-hmm. He's dealing with he's something. He's going to be live tweeting yeah. during the debate, too. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say Ranting. to you is, he knows he has to show up. Yeah. Of course he's a know it. But he knows he has to show up. So, and here's the thing. This is yeah. what I would say if I was his camp. I would say, look, just show up with one caveat. What's that? That the last debate, 100% has to be live. No question. Mm-hmm. So do you agree that the last debate is going to be live? They say yes. Fine. Yeah, but I'll show up I, to the you know, yeah. It's that commission, that, that debate commission that sets all the rules. Yeah. I mean, they don't get advice from anybody. That was He didn't even know about it today. Yeah. So th- I don't think anybody has any control over that, yeah. that commission. They can well, do we'll see what's going to happen. This is the problem. For all my Trump friends out there, respect. This is the problem with agreeing with everything Donald Trump says. Because the second you agree with him, boom, he changes course just like that. He's unpredictable. Just like he did with stimulus. He's unpredictable. So everyone who just, anything he says I agree with, buddy, he's going to flip it on you on a script in a second, okay? Just like stimulus. It's not happening. Forget it. No negotiations are off. Stock market tanks. All right, maybe we'll bring it back. Hold on. Let's see what's going on Talk here. about the stimulus. Very unpredictable. Talk about stimulus. So he says it's not going to, uh, I don't support it. We're not going to do it until I get elected. The economy, the, the market drops, right? Then the next day he says he's considering it. What happens? The market goes up 1.9. The Dow Jones goes up 1.9%. Yeah. 530 points. S&P gained 58, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, day after, Democratic-led House panel argues Congress should break up the largest tech companies on antitrust grounds. President Trump's full uh, 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 tweets uh, when he went, what, 20 tweets before 8 a.m., something like that. He was sending a bunch of tweets. So the stimulus. Here's a basic thing about what do you mean you're not going to do the stimulus? Here's how it works if he says, I'm not going to do the stimulus until after I get elected. You know what happens? He's not going to get elected because there's one card he has to be able to keep the next 30 days if he's going to get elected. You know what that is? The economy. The economy. If he passes the stimulus, people get money. You know what mm-hmm. people don't like? They don't like change. People don't like change. How did Bush get elected, reelected a second time? Even the people that couldn't stand him, he still got reelected. Even the people that couldn't stand Obama, he still got reelected. Even the people that couldn't stand Clinton, he still got elected. You got to realize the last four presidents have all been two-term. The last time we had a one-term president was Bush Senior. Senior. So um, I think the stimulus is probably going to be coming up here very soon. The twelve hundred dollar. I am. If I am sent a standalone bill for twelve hundred dollars, they will go out uh, to our great people immediately. I'm ready to sign right now. Trump tweeted on Tuesday night. Well, I give him credit. He's yeah. as adamant about flipping and his enthusiasm yeah. for paying the money now that he was for not being in favor on Monday. But uh, write the checks then, if that's what it takes. I tell you, but I tell you, start one, the press. You know what the bigger? Do you know what the bigger story is? Here's what the bigger story is. Here's what the bigger story is. 
The bigger story is yesterday, Kamala Harris used the scariest word that I hate to hear. It scares the hell out of me when I hear it in debates. You know what it is? Mm. If your family makes less than $125,000 oh, a year, you're going to get a community college for free, free. on the state. Yep. If you have any student loan, what Joe Biden did is he's going to take $10,000 $10, off the yeah, loan. I was going to bring that up. Okay, so then free, 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 right? Okay. You know what Trump is endorsing? He's endorsing free money. all free money. <laughs> yeah. So this AOC thing, yeah. guess what AOC is going to say? Look at this. Here's how capitalists are. Number one, capitalism, they want capitalism for others, socialism for themselves. But guess what, what she's going to say now? These capitalists are secretly socialists. All they care about is money. And she's right. Because this is a socialistic program to come out with things like this. So long term, you know who loses? He's going to pass the stimulus back. Long term, do you know who loses? The capitalists lose long term. Because now they have to do this or else. I don't think so. Okay. I, I think this is a desperate a uh, attempt in the final days to do what you have to do to win. He can flip the script if he gets reelected and it's, it's not his policy it's, anymore. It's, it's, it's a socialistic program, back to back. Mm -hmm. It's another way of saying, hey, I'll give you money if you vote for me. It is a Robin Hood uh, I, I uh, think messaging. it's like throwing a Hail Mary in a football game. I, you I, do something I you normally oh, wouldn't do on third down. I don't disagree with you. Dude, I don't disagree with you. I'm, I'm fully with you. But I'm telling you right now, the same thing there is the fact that you yourself are endorsing a socialistic, not you. You yeah. yourself are endorsing a socialistic program. So I'm just telling you, gradually, gradually, when somebody pushes, you know the whole thing about you put a frog in it. You've heard this before. You put a frog in a, a bowl and you boil the water. And if you boil it slowly, it won't know that it's getting to 212 degrees before it dies. As opposed to dropping it in the hot water. As opposed to it'll jump out immediately. You're right. So. You know, I'm cool with him doing whatever it takes right now in the final 26 well, I'll, days. I'll tell you what. I mean, Chairman of the Fed, Jerome Powell, came out and said, we need another round of stimulus, straight up. Yeah. He's came out and said that. That same day, Trump said, no more stimulus. Uh, Trump has one thing going for him. One thing. His ace in the hole is if the economy is doing well, he has a chance for re-election. If everything stays the same, my friends, we're going to be looking at a new president in 2020. Okay? He, I don't know why Democrats would, at this point in the game, send out more stimulus checks. Why wouldn't they just wait another month till after the election here? He should pray that he cuts a deal in the next month to send checks to people to curry favor for a vote. He should want that. The fact that he says no more checks doesn't help him. That's why someone probably said, dude, what are you doing? Flip court, and the next day, boom, changes course. So he's very rational, very erratic, and, and he came out, and I think very emotional and wasn't like in the way the direction that stimulus well, was headed. He's been like that since 2016. Yeah. So, so for me, when you are the way you are and you consistently are the way you are, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. No, That's I don't Trump. think anyone is surprised. Yeah, surprised. Nobody's shocked that but, he reversed course. A, a, part of, a part of his ability, this is the part that people don't realize about his ability. He's all about being unpredictable. When you're un he's all about being unpredictable. He's not about being predictable. He's all about being unpredictable. And that's been his play. And, and, and I tell you, part of that being unpredictable, I want you to be unpredictable towards the enemy. I don't mind that if you're unpredictable. I'm, I'm so, good with you on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm good if you're unpredictable with China. I'm good if you're unpredictable well, no, you with North Korea. China. Not if you, you're unpredictable. Adam, you support China. Yeah, I Adam. support you China. You support China. Because if you support Biden, you support China. That's not true at all. It's not true. Wait, That's it's not, not true. Wait, wait, it's not I'm oh, just wait, not a fan oh, of being unpredictable oh, 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 to the wait American a minute. people. Go on that topic. If Okay, so here's a question for you. Don't try to put me up no, as a here's, China fan. Here's a, here's a question. <laughs> I'm not a fan of China. Here's Stop. a question for you. Here's a question for you. Go ahead. You ready? Okay. Give me your top five main concerns 
What are your top five main concerns right now you have in life when it comes down to politics? What is it? My personal yeah. concerns? Well, like with this election, what are your five policies? Talk about policy, not emotions, not personality yeah. policies. I would say first and foremost is the economy. What's going on? Jobs, okay. unemployment. Stay there, but let's go okay. through this together. So let's sure. actually do this together. We're going to have fun right now together. You guys should have been in the boardroom yesterday, but economy is oh, number yes. one. What's your okay. number two? What the hell is going on with COVID, with stimulus, with stuff like that? Be specific. More COVID-like vaccine? Everything surrounding COVID. But it's so different. Okay, so stimulus stimulus so, checks, what's happening with that? Why, why, what's is, happening that, why with, is that a priority What's happening with why airlines? Why is that a priority to you? Why is that a priority to you? For, for my fellow Americans. People are really hurt out Americans. there. Okay. People are hurt. I'm good. L let me just be clear. What, if Trump's elected or Biden's elected, Adam's I, good. I know you are. What I'm asking you is, yes. you, you're a reasonable guy, Yes. I tend to and think so. And you're a pretty so. yes. smart guy, yes? Uh, fairly, yeah. And 90% category is where you are, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes or no? I mean, A like, minus, B plus. You know, what I'm trying to say yeah. is you've always done, you I'm, did good I'm in okay. school. I'm you okay. weren't the guy that played ball that had a 2.0. Uh, no. You had a 3.5 GPA. Yeah, I had a good, You're a smart I guy. I know you say, yeah. I don't like to do politics. You're actually yeah. very good, very well I was more like, guy. I like to party on the weekends, but I like to good school. I like to play sports. I, I, I was more well-rounded. I kind of know who you are. I was well-rounded. I talk to you all the time. You're actually a very smart guy. Adam's a very, very smart guy. I know some of you guys are putting all this soy boy stuff. Adam's a very, very soy smart boy guy. Soy boy mafia, thank you. I'm but, embracing but it. But what is your sincere? What's yeah. your concern right now about the future? Stimulus is a concern for you for the future? I, I'm, for my fellow Americans, there's a lot of people un unemployed. Okay. Uh, there's so a lot of industries stimulus. that are hurting. Fine, yes. give me another one. Okay. China is very high on that list. Yes. Where do you put it on the list? Is, is it in your top three, top five, top 10? Number three. I just okay. put it number three. What's number four? Um, for me? Yeah. Race relations in this country, like let's stop burning down, let's stop the rioting, let's stop the looting, let's stop the divisiveness. But that's on They're one side politically. Is, so that's you on both sides. It's very divisive. Uh, not the right, not the pro, not so the right. No one on the right. There's no one on the far no, right. There's the, no not, one on the KKK side. There's no one on where, the, where the white you, nationalist side that's rioting, rioting and looting. Like, looting like businesses, burning down businesses. That's on the left. That's on the left. Yeah. But there's nobody on the right. So you protesting. want the left to stop rioting. I would like better race relations in our country. I that's not like, going to happen. Why would that not happen? Because the more divided we are, the one, the better it is for politics. You think we're better for politics if we're united? Like you have got to be united. What do you mean better for politics, though? Are you? They're better off pinning you against other people constantly. I don't want that. You're not going to. World peace well, is not going to exist. That is Trump's go-to card: not, pinning not, the pinning been, pinning black versus white. Buddy, left every or, single time somebody tried to do something with uh, with Obama, it was a race card. It was because he's black. Every single time somebody said something, you couldn't say anything. Every time you opposed a view that Obama had, you're racist. This has been going on for 12 years. Every single time somebody said something, or you must be racist. So this is not going away. But give me your next issues. But, I, but, but I'll put that on the list as well. Black Lives Matter matters to you. We'll put that here. I didn't say that. That that's what I'm saying. Race relations in this which country. Which is BLM? Which I don't, is, no, I wouldn't say BLM. I would just say people. Race relations. I would okay. say. I would say. Listen, I have some best friends that are Republican. What else? I have best friends. That I know are Democrats. you do. I just want people to get along. I, I want people to listen to each other and respect each other's opinion. I've seen you behind closed doors. You actually really want that. I do. I do. I know you do. So, yeah. I'm giving it to you. I'm saying I know Thank you. you. So what's your fifth one? I mean, number four is probably, I would put that actually even higher. So economy, stimulus, I, China, obviously our situation with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's just say it's four of them. Okay. That's fine. If you can't come up with another one, let's just say it's the four. I mean, the Supreme Court is pretty high. The Second Amendment is pretty high. Um, is Supreme Court that high to you? If it is, I'll put it down. It's not. I'm just saying it's high up on my list. But it's not in the top, top four. Let's just stay yeah, here yeah. then. Okay. Sure. 
Is a part of economy having to do with taxes? Yes, it is. Are you wanting corporate taxes to go up or to stay where it's at right now? I'd like now? corporate taxes to stay where it is. Well, just so you know, one side is going to raise it, one side is not. So Biden, so does Trump get the vote for you on the economy side or Biden does? On taxes? On taxes. I would go on the right side, yes. Okay, if there was no COVID, you think Dow Jones today would have been at 35,000? Potentially, yeah. Okay. It was trending if, that direction. If there was no COVID, uh, first time ever, median income has hit $63,000. We haven't seen that for 25 years on both sides of the administration. Mm -hmm. This is the first time it's happened. So so are you going to put economy, taxes, The all one that? thing Trump has going for him is the economy and okay, taxes. So you're I'm put giving Trump. him that. Okay. I'm giving him that. So stimulus. He's pulled the stimulus once and he's about to do it again. So if he does it- Is does, he though? He just said he's not. If he does, does he get your vote? If he does in this topic, specifically to stimulus- I think the Democrats care more about people getting stimulus, more about um, checks being mailed out. I think they they are, they have. You think my it's vote because they side. care more, or it's because they're going to be able to control an audience? I think they're looking they to them. buy votes. Okay, so then who yeah. who which side are you going to give credit? Can can we say this one is lost because they're both full of it? I think and they're, they're just both, trying to win I votes. I think they're all just no on this category. I think both. Of I don't them are want just, the federal deficit, to, the debt, to go up higher. It's That's going for sure. To, but they're both. Yeah, I do don't it. want. So that. let's put this one as a non-issue. Okay. China. Which side do you trust more against China? I I do applaud Trump for exposing China. There's there's been a problem with China. So okay. you, you you are more confident knowing that Trump is going to go against China than Biden's going to go against China. I would say, but he's very erratic. But you said it that's is. a good thing. Yeah. You said that's a good thing. I don't mind it. Okay, so let's put Trump here. Riots, BLM. Yeah. I think you're probably on Biden's side. Yes. So do you realize on your main issues, you agree more with I'm Trump? two and two. No, you're not. Two and two. No, you're not. Economy. Stimulus is even. Stimulus is even. They're both going to do to buy the votes. I, I'm veering left on that one. I'm two and two. In what way, though? You just said they want to do it because they get the votes. I think votes. people do need, uh, I think, stimulus and, Trump checks. Trump has done it. He's done it. He's given all the stimulus that people have asked. He's done he it. He just said he's not, though. Well, he said he changed his mind. He's doing it. He changes his mind every day. What I'm saying is say he does yeah. it. Then that's a vote you're, for Trump. You're, I see what you're doing here, Yeah, Pat. what I'm— And I respect it. Yeah. You're saying, all right, let's see your top issues. And it let's, proves and my let's point. Out the, the hatred what, of Trump bro, ride, what I'm, what I'm, everything. What I'm trying to say is forget about the guy. It's impossible to do it's that, not, Pat. But, but if you can't do— It's impossible to forget about the But you know what you're saying if you say that? You know what you're saying if you say that? You know what you're saying if you say that? That I'm an emotional creature? You're not I've, rational. That, I, that you can't rationally reason. Because rational, irrational would be, dude, there's nothing I agree with. No matter what he does, I hate I, him. I That's run, irrational. I run a company. Rational is saying, I don't really care for the guy, but here are the things I do enjoy I about run him. a company. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, 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 you know, I don't expect everybody to like my style of driving people. I don't like, I don't expect them to like it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I do know behind closed doors, they'll sit there and say, this freaking guy gets stuff done. What am I going to do? Every single time something happens, company's improved. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. I, I trust this guy at the top, right? One of the girls we work with, um, her name is Diana. I got to give her a shout out. They're killing right. her and her husband, Kilroy. You know, when she first came in, she sat in my house on December 31st of 2010, okay? Uh, and we were talking at the time. And she said, one of my concerns is you come across as being reckless with money. That's what she says to yeah. you? And she says, I, I worry because to run a startup, I don't know how you handle money. I worry about the way you handle money. Mm. It's okay. And she said some other concerns that she has with me. By the way, she has a right to think this that. This is in 2010. Yes. Okay. Fast forward four years later. You know what she tells me? She says, Pat, you know, I had no idea you were this conservative with money behind closed doors. 
I had no idea how conservative you were with money behind closed doors. You have no idea how much confidence it gives me. Then I'm driving and challenging her. Today, she's one of the best people in the company, her and her husband, Dynic. They're, they're absolutely crushing it right now, right? She says, I am now thankful for how you challenged us to improve, right? But for a period, you know, she didn't like my approach because I was hard charging, challenging, all this other stuff. We have personalities in the company mm -hmm. that they don't get along, okay? When it comes down to values and principles, we do get along. When it comes down to personalities, you don't get along. If you only want to work with personalities that you get along with, you're going to have a problem. For me, it has zero to do with personalities. It's all about values and principles. If I can sit there and tell you philosophically, I'm on this page with you philosophically, I don't care how annoying of a person you are. We're on the same page with values and principles. We're on the same page with philosophies. I'm good with you. If I can't do that rationally and be reasonable, I'm an emotional human being, I'm always going to be controlled for the rest yeah. of my life. I don't want to be controlled. Yeah. And it just comes down to the fact that no one can get past the fact that they hate Trump. You want to know what my fears are? Or my, the same question you asked Adam? Here, A, socialism is on the fast track if Biden wins. I am concerned about the Supreme Court because they're going to stack it and they're going to change everything that they possibly can. They're going to make D.C. a state. They're going to make Puerto Rico a state. They're going to flip the electoral college process. Our freedoms are going to be gone. They're going to have a game plan that they've got now to shut down the country and control us even more. They've done that. Check that off the box. Capitalism, you can kiss it goodbye. Um, you know, the, the free money. California is doing this thing right now. Garcetti came out where he says that everybody's yeah. going to get a handout. Free money just for being alive. They're just going to hand it out. Um, and then I'll tell you another thing. The lawlessness in this country is going to be off the charts. It's going to be insane. There's not going to be any money to, uh, to pay for law and order and police forces and whatnot. And then here, I'll tell you where it's going to go. The, the more conservative, level-headed people in this country, when the dust settles if they lose, are going to be so pissed off that they allowed it to happen. We allowed the media to completely manipulate us, to control the messaging 100% that there will be more unrest than you think. There could be some sort of civil war. Yeah. I mean, if you want to call it, and if you had asked me that two years ago, I would say the, there is less chance of a civil war in the United States than any other scenario possible, including aliens landing on the yeah. U.S. I just thought there was no way it could happen. Now, I'm almost convinced it will. It's a very good point. Kai, do you have that USA Today article about civil war or no? Do you have it up? If you don't, it's all good. But uh, I don't think we had it on our list. Let me know if you do or you don't. Just tap in USA Today Civil War, okay? When is the last time you saw USA Today Civil War? Yeah, there you go. Civil War. It's not three hours. It's one of those on disagree. It was an article that came. Okay, right there. Half the voters, if you go up. Go up, go up, go up, go up. Over half the voters expect violence. Watch this. This is yesterday. Okay, no, let me just read the headline. Thank you. The country's lost its mind. Polls warning of civil war. Violence shows deep partisan chasm over election. I mean, when is the last time USA Today said something like that? You, the, the, the poll of 1999, registered voters found that nearly half, 47%, disagree with the idea that election is likely to be fair and honest, and that slightly more than 51%, more than half, 51% uh, won't generally agree on who is legitimately elected president of the United States. The online poll was conducted October 1st through 2nd and has a margin error of plus minus 2.56%. Okay, so uh, look, polls, you know how I feel about polls. I'm not big on polls, but to say... We're headed towards civil war. How the hell did we get here? So again, for me, it goes back down to, it's okay, it's not a big deal. Let that policy go through. It's okay. It's, you know the whole compromise thing? 
oh my gosh, when people say compromise. It's one of the, you gotta give something to get something. That's not the, that's not the truth. There, there, there is no such thing like compromise. Let me explain to you what I mean by compromise. So say you and I, like look what Eric just did. Eric just said what? No, not, not where I was at, okay, with the mm -hmm. Marines. Eric didn't compromise. Eric just said what? No, I didn't see it on my unit. Great, I saw it on my unit. Eric didn't say yes. He said what? No, not on my unit, okay? We're living in a time where we think everything's about compromise. It's not about compromise. It's about what's the best thing to do. If the system America created has fundamentally done better than all of these other nations combined mm -hmm. only in 244 years or whatever the timeline is, what the hell are we doing questioning that system? Improving it, yes. Fundamentally changing it, it's scary. There's a, there is a concern for me when it comes down to uh, when you win and you start doing really good, a couple things happens to you. And I see this, I had a conversation, one of my favorite guys in the company, I said it was a 45-minute conversation, pretty intense conversation. The conversation was, you're getting soft. He says, I'm not getting soft. He accused you? I called him, and I said, you're getting soft. Oh, you I told, told him, him that. I said, okay. you're getting soft. And he says, what do you mean I'm getting soft? I said, success has gotten you softer. And I said, you have to be very, very careful. He says, what do you mean? I said, brother, let me put it to you this way. The moment you start winning and everything you wanted, for instance, like, you, you want to be making a lot of money, lifestyle, house, attention, all this stuff that you wanted. That comes with a price. What's the price? You're officially a target. America is the greatest country in the world. No problem. You're officially a target. Mm -hmm. What happens when it's a target? People are not happy about it. Who the hell likes losing? You know how much people love when they saw Golden State Warriors? There were people on Twitter celebrating when Kevin Durant got hurt. When Clay Thompson, remember when he went for the layup? He got hurt. He held his leg, called his dad. Like, dude, this guy's done. They were celebrating. They should have won and beaten the Toronto right. Raptors. They should have been a champion. People were celebrating that they got hurt. Celebrating when they got hurt. Why? Because for five years, they embarrassed everybody. A little guy, 6'1", became a two-time MVP, embarrassing a LeBron James, a behemoth of a player, pre-Kevin Durant. Let's remember this. Day one, pre-Kevin Durant. They hated him. Now you're a target. That's what comes with the territory mm -hmm. when you start winning. But when you start winning, the part I like about Trump, which is very interesting, if you saw him when he got on that uh, show with uh, 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 Ali G, with uh, Sasha Cohen, and Sasha Cohen's trying to kind of fool around with him, right? Yeah. Do you see what he, the moment he noticed there's games going on, he just said, well, I wish you nothing but the best. Well, good luck, guys, all the best. Good luck, okay, thank you, good luck, good luck. And he walked off. He didn't say anything, he just walked off. Mm -hmm. He still has his, you know. Instincts. Instincts, yeah. he still has got that paranoid thing knowing that he's a target. He knows he's a target. Unfortunately, the American politicians, when they become politicians, here's what happens. When you go to dinner with a celebrity, First time, if you're on a celebrity or somebody that's a big name, what do you become? Google Gaga. It's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, look who I'm around. Hey, how you doing? You got to be loyal to your friends. Bullshit, I'm loyal to America. Mm -hmm. That's who my loyalty is first. You have to be loyal to the country that gave you the opportunity to become who you became. Not loyal to your foreign, you know, like what Kamala said. You have to be loyal. That's the advice that Biden gave. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the more and more you just kind of say, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Half a percent here, 0.2% here, 0.1% here.
then suddenly you're going to wake up and you're going to see they're living in your living room, sleeping in your bed, kicking back over here. There's a line you can't cross. And we have let that line constantly go a little bit further back, a little bit further back, a little bit further back. Now we're in too deep. If people don't stand up and realize that this great idea founded in 1776 that attracted a kind of an economy, the industrial growth that we've had, where everybody around the world wants to model this economy, secretly every country around the world, minus a handful of them that religiously disagree with what we believe in, secretly every country in the world wants to be like America. Secretly. Of course. They all want to be like America. And we're, and we're letting that go. It's a little bit yeah. scary if you think about it. Um, if countries were a company, guess what this means to other countries? An opportunity. <laughs> if I am another country and I'm Costa Rica, I'm Panama, I'm, sweet, I'm, I'm, any, of these other, I'm, no, I'm any of these other countries. You know what I'm thinking about? Here's what I'm thinking Let's about. Let's attract some of these people I'm, that are going to leave. I'm going to put a 50-year plan together. I'm going to put a 22, 50-year plan together. You know what I'm going to start doing? Exactly what Abbott did, but with my country. I'm going to do what Abbott did with my country. He says, I asked NASDAQ to come to Texas. Here's why. We just signed something in our constitution that we will never have state taxes. You know what I'm doing if I'm another country? If you're an entrepreneur, you're living in America, you're worried about losing all your rights, your freedoms, all these other taxes, come consider us, whatever the country is. If I'm a PM or a president of another country, I'm drooling right now because the biggest behemoth is about to lose talent. And if you make an environment for me to go there that I'm going to get the freedom, another country officially has the opportunity to have an opening here. Yeah, but you need some forward-thinking countries, and I hope there are some. I hope, I hope someone grabs there that certainly opportunity. Is. There certainly is. It's just, you just can't be afraid of doing that. But there certainly is going to be. Uh, someone's got to, ha- got to have the let audacity to do Let me ask you a, sec, uh, yeah. a follow-up question because you started everything you just said with the word compromise, right? So there are certain things that you would not compromise, your values and principles. Nope. You would not compromise no. those whatsoever. No. But – you do need to compromise from time to time. That's not like you go your, throughout your entire life not compromising. You go through a negotiation, you compromise. They're going through these stimulus negotiations, you have to compromise. Democrats were initially at, two, at three trillion, Republicans are at one trillion. You have to compromise to get to two trillion. So there's things that you should not compromise. Your values are principles, cool, who you are as a person. Proud to be an American, no compromise there. But when you're negotiating, when you're in a boardroom, when you're uh, when you're on the Congress floor, you have to compromise. I disagree. You can't see compromise. But I disagree. You can't see compromise as a bad thing. No, I disagree with you. Tell me why. And there lies the problem. There lies the problem because, um, <laughs> look, there's something called non-negotiables. Okay. We are we are compromising our non-negotiables. I understand compromising small stuff. Meaning, hey. We're going to put TI $500,000 into this building. Okay, great. And uh, I want you to put such and such here this year. Okay, I can do that, but I can't do the AC because we're dealing with $500,000. It's a budget. Fine. Got it. Okay, no problem. Non-negotiable. If you're not paying for the AC, I'm not even doing it. No problem. Then if I all of a sudden say, you know what? Don't worry. Instead of three ACs, just put one. Those guys in the back don't really need it anyways. They're going to get it from the other place. No, I'm not compromising my non-negotiables. America is compromising its non-negotiables, bro. They're compromising their non-negotiables. You never compromise your non-negotiables. Not with your kids, not with your spouse, not with your family, not with the people you work with. Never your non-negotiables. I'm on the same page with so you, clearly. What, but what we're doing— When you said values and principles, yeah. non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. But there's things that are negotiable. 
Of course, there's things okay, that are negotiable. Everything saying. is non-negotiable. But you're saying that you don't compromise except at all. You for, compromise every day. Ex, no, except for non-negotiable. For sure. If I sit with you and mm-hmm. you say something to me, and I'm disagreeing with you, I'm not looking to be right. I'm looking for the best solution that long term is best for everybody. If you propose something that's better for me long term, and it's I'm wrong, I'm not trying to. Well, compromise with me here. No, no, I'm saying. We're going with you, buddy. Because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be right. I'm trying to be what? What's the best thing for us to grow the company? That's not compromising. That's saying you were right, I was wrong. We didn't compromise. You won. There is no compromise there. I don't know if I'm, I'm making sense of You're what saying I'm saying. You're saying that it's you. more than a compromise. You reverse course. It's not compromise. It's what's the best decision? What's the best choice? Yeah. And what are we not negotiating? Certain things are off the table. Bro, what I can tell you, these three things are off the table. Everything else, let's talk about it. But that's not what we're doing as politicians. As politicians, everything's on the table. You just saw right now, we're going to raise the Supreme Court, you know, uh, uh, from 9 to 15. And the last time that's happened, 150 years, they're willing to do it. They don't even want to answer. That's not compromising. That's not compromising. Yeah, that's radical. Yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. That's a concern. So anyways, guys, we have a lot of other topics to cover, but we're at 9.53. Do we want to hit one more topic sure. here? If we do, which one do you want to hit? You guys want to pick a topic here that we got? We got lots of topics here. We got to talk about Jay Baldwin. Jay Baldwin. No, you know, you know what we got to talk. What we can talk about is, uh, Oil um, jumps. huh? Oil jumps. Oh, that's not what I heard. That's uh, too heavy to end it with. It's too heavy to end it. You want to do BLM, uh, LeBron James? Do you want to do? Uh, well, what, what you want to do? NBA next year. NBA next year. NBA next year. Okay, let's do NBA next. Let's year. talk about NBA this year. All right. <laughs> the Heat, baby. For two oh, more days. My gosh. Yeah. First time let's in my talk life. Talk about I'm the Heat. For the Heat. I know. NBA, it's crazy. NBA to leave Black Lives Matter social justice messaging off the floor next season, says Commissioner Adam Silver. We're completely committed to so- standing for social justice and racial equality, and that's been the case. Uh, Going back for decades, Silver said in an interview, it's been part of our DNA of this league. How it gets manifested is something we're going to have to sit down with the players and discuss for next season. I would say in terms of messaging, you see on the courts and jerseys, this was an extraordinary moment in time when we began the discussions with the players. And that's what we all live for this summer. My sense is that there will be somewhat of a return back to normalcy, normalcy. That those messages will largely be left to be delivered on the floor. And I understand those people are saying, I'm on your side, but I want to watch basketball games. Yeah. So meaning we're not re- – viewership is down according to Pulse and Sports Media. Watch Sunday's night games, game three between the Lakers and the Heat, average 5.94 million viewers. The least watched NBA Finals game on record. It topped the previous low of 6.61 million, which was set on Friday game two. Yeah, I'm going to give Silver a mulligan on this season because everything was just completely whacked and warped. And I think this bubble mentality, he did, they did a great job. They really did a phenomenal job. They controlled COVID inside. They didn't have any tests that were positive the whole time they've been there since January or since July. The playoff basketball has been great. The level of play has been really good. Their ratings are in the toilet. Uh, It's his only option at this point because they've turned off probably 40% of their audience that don't even want to watch it anymore. But you know what? His hands were tied. It was was a crazy time. Silver's a smart guy. He's doing the right thing. Um, You know, part of the reason their ratings are down too, I don't like watching basketball without fans, without energy, without like some sort of intensity in there. Uh, It's completely different. And you're not used to watching basketball in October. This is football season, so people are wired a little bit differently. But it's look, this is this is just another example of how everything that we thought we knew in this country is being changed in front of our eyes. We got a taste of it with NBA basketball. Multiply that by a hundred. That's where our country's gonna be if it goes a certain way on November 3rd. But Silver's rational. I give him a lot of credit for saying, no, we are gonna go back to way ahead. This can't go on for a second year. Yeah, I I, I was actually 
I thought it was a, for sure this was a one-time thing just during the bubble. I don't think this was yeah. a big story. I thought for sure. Yeah, but I, I, why not do it for a week? The fact that they did it for five months, you know, that that's where they lost me a little Touché. bit. Touche. I don't know. But uh, certainly things are strange times. It's in the bubble. I will say much respect to whoever's running the show, uh, the anti-COVID campaign over there in, in the bubble. Zero cases. Could, no question about the that. The same thing yeah. cannot be said about whoever's running the show in the White House. More cases in the White House than in the NBA bubble. That's a shocker to me. Yeah, or the NFL, or the other sports, or college football. You know what happened with Cam Newton recently? Yeah, but the bubble creates the advantages, right? Yeah. Because there should be a freaking bubble in the I, White House. I, I, I don't, don't want to see White House having COVID. I don't. Regardless know about that. of your political I don't know. I mean, I, I appreciate your you emotions. You want to see? You want to see White that. House bubble? Uh, White House COVID? I, I respect your emotions, buddy. I respect your emotions. You know, for me, I. Uh, I, I think Silver's doing a better job than Godel, if you ask me. Silver at least got to the issue immediately. He addressed it, and they're moving on. Godel made a Kaepernick issue a four-year issue. Uh, Silver made it a five-month issue, and it's going to be done. They'll move on to next year. So good for him. I, I'm not a fan of the product today, uh, the NBA. I'm just not a fan of the product today. I think every time I hear an NBA player do a vote video, you only have one choice for vote. You don't have another choice okay. for vote. It's not like, hey, vote. Yeah. They're saying vote for who we're telling you to vote for, yeah. not go vote. It's you're not saying you have a That's the funny thing. They oh, make no, it seem like they're pro-democracy, man. They're saying vote. Make, make I, you're saying I not, would not, love nothing. What I would love is I'd love two teammates sitting next to each other, one wearing a BLM shirt and another one wearing a MAGA shirt hugging each other. I'd love to see that. There was a picture that came the other day that went viral on social media. I don't know if you saw that. Two neighbors posed a picture. One had a Biden Kamala Harris sign on and a shirt on, and the other one had a Trump Pence shirt on, and they took a picture and it went viral. Awesome. Yeah, That's I'd great. I'd love to see more yeah, I'd of that. Love to see I'd love to see more I would of that. love the NBA and, and Adam Silver to allow one person to wear a MAGA shirt in the NBA. I've never seen that. I'd love to, I'd love to see that happen. The guy would be crucified from the top if he did well, that. We talked about the, the one guy who did Orlando. not. Who did, yes. uh, Orlando. Jonathan Isaac. So. The one guy who did not kneal for the anthem. First Boom. time in my life. Blew I'm his not, knee out the first next time game. in my life I'm not rooting for this guy. First time well, in my life. Well, it's unbelievable. The Lakers guy. are one day away from clinching a title. That should be a big deal. I feel the same way. I just I live there and I don't even feel like they're part of the city. Yeah, it is what it is. So, so Gank, uh, phenomenal uh, being with you today. I think we cracked three uh, 3,800 at one point or 3,750 at one point. If you're still with us here, press the thumbs up right there uh subscribe uh click on the alert button we are most likely going to be doing the presidential debate next week i do not believe we're doing a podcast next tuesday i am not available next tuesday if but we will do the next thursday. podcast next thursday uh whether there is or not we're doing one next week but if there is a debate we're going to put it right now as the calendar being 7 p.m next thursday i wish we could do these on a daily basis but none of our schedules permits us to do that and then outside of that if you haven't yet gone to vtpost.com and checked out the content that we're putting together, go to vtpost.com. We just launched a new site. If you want to be a contributor, you can go apply to be a contributor. Next week or two, we are finalizing the people we're choosing to be contributors. But uh, again, go to vtpost.com. It's a new site that we launched uh, just this Tuesday, and uh, it's creating a lot of traction right now. So go to vtpost.com, subscribe to the newsletter, and uh, we will see you next Thursday for the following podcast. Have a great week, everybody. Trump Take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.